Welcome back to the Chick Foley Show. I don't know why I'm talking like an 80s disc jockey, uh, but I am. This is Phil Gentile, a.k.a. the Hot Take Kid, here in the Jimmy's Famous Seafood Studios in beautiful Baltimore, Maryland. Got the uh, the whole crew here to start off the show. Sheena Phelps, Virginia Beach. What's up, Sheena? Not a whole lot, man. I have a, a big wave open i actually get to enjoy a nice brewski on the show nowadays now, now that i'm no longer with child <laughs> nice. she was a lot easier to manage though when, when she was uh contained though i will say that it's good marco are you drinking something over there in baston oh yeah of course i'm drinking the uh the old sam adams right now oh the man Samuel wow adams. how how stereotypical of you <laughs> yeah. you gotta keep a boston over here you're going uh cherry wheat what are you doing I'm just a Boston Lager. I'm not going oh, too classic. too classic. crazy right now. So, yeah. I uh, I thought of you this weekend. I was at the the casino with the wife. We did some people watching and uh, did some gambling, and uh, we had a, a night away from the kid. And we were actually trying to go. The only place really to eat there is a pr- the prime rib, which is a uh, you know, a little out of the price range if you're just doing like a quick quick bite. And then the cheesecake factory, but it was a two and a half hour wait. So uh, I could have mm. u- I could have used some uh, some magic uh, some oh, some of the rub from uh, the MVP. Yeah, you could have name dropped and you would have been right in, wait, right wait, in front yeah. of the line. Did you say Marco didn't? Yeah, <laughs> we'll get you we'll get you right in. We'll get you the corner booth, sir. <laughs> corner booth. Yeah, I actually drove by a cheesecake factory uh, today myself. Um, I wasn't stopping in. I was actually driving to make my kids take a nap, um, and I passed my old stomping grounds. Um, you know, fun fact. Chick Foley used to serve and bartend at the Cheesecake Factory Wait, here what? in Virginia. Here in Virginia Beach, you yeah. Told us this. This is <laughs> this is ground, oh. <laughs> groundbreaking. Oh, how the, yeah. how the tables have turned. Right yeah, turn just tables think have turned. How the turn <laughs> tables have turned. Yeah, um, I've probably. I mean, who knows? I, I could have served Marco. I, I, I don't even wow. know because I didn't even know him then. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, he could have been. could have been down this way at his favorite eatery and. Um, you know, I could have served him a, a Georgia peach and a nice factory burrito grande. Do you have any cheesecake factory secrets from from the from the other side of the uh, the table that you can tell us? Oh, is, it, is the kitchen uh, clean? Is it you know? Yeah, yeah. Everything everything's up to snuff as long as you don't um, you know piss off your server and be a total douche. You know what I mean? Then, yeah. then it's really out, out out of the cheesecake factory's hands. At that point, you're yeah. just you know. You're kind of yeah. working off the grid, but yeah, everything's clean. Everything's good. Um, the one, one insider secret that I think a lot of people don't really understand about eating at the cheesecake factory, because you know, one thing I hear when I, when people tell me about the cheesecake factory is like, Oh my God, the portions are so huge. Well, the whole, the whole thing behind the cheesecake factory is that like you and whoever you're eating with are supposed to split. Like it's like family style, oh, right? You're okay. supposed to, you're supposed to split split the entree and they'll give you like uh you know share plates and spoons and all that kind of stuff um so that you have room for cheesecake because d- the dessert is like the the star of the show right and they want you to be able to have room for that but you know here in america we just we stuff it all in and then we still eat cheesecake anyway or we take the cheesecake home so you know yeah. uh not a lot of not a lot of people do it family style but that that was the original concept behind the like gargantuan portions that you get at the cheesecake factory yeah i was gonna say when you when you come to baltimore maryland uh sheena you'll know that there's not too much split plating going on in this uh in this area here (laughs) (laughs) 
It's with a big the, dude season. Some, some you got to keep their weight up. Some of the mastodons I saw uh, waiting in, waiting in line <laughs> for, for Cheesecake Factory. Um, but yeah, yes, it was. Uh, you know, we uh, we we had a good we good good uh, Valentine's Day. I know you're separate from the hubby right now because he's out mm-hmm. uh, on a on a job ski. Uh, what did you end up doing, Marco, over the weekend? Uh, we didn't really do anything over the weekend. We um we uh planned to do something on that Monday, which was uh, President's Day. We that's that's the first date we ever had was on President's Day, which is kind of weird. Um, but yeah, we so we we went to dinner and just did our thing there. We don't really celebrate. She's not a uh, a hallmark person, as they like to yeah. say. She doesn't really celebrate the Valentine's Day, and she's not one of those people who go every day is Valentine's Day. You should be giving me flowers every day. She's not. She's not that type either. She just doesn't care as much but she does care about the anniversary date so uh we definitely made that happen it was at, it was at a fine establishment too it was really really high class if you if you guys must know <laughs> where where was it uh there's a there's a place uh next to our t- uh city called uh it's the yard house it's called oh it's I, know, I know of yard house yeah they they have a nice selection of brews at the yard oh, man, house yeah. yeah so yeah it's um it's a it's it's always packed. It's never. I don't think I've never seen it never busy at all. But obviously, yeah. me being a uh, a fine diner, I was able to get in easily. A, a member my, of the a member of the finer things club. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So and uh, that's right. Me and uh, me and Zach. Shout out to Zach. E-golf out there. We're uh, with the Finer Things Club, the FTC. Yeah. If anyone <laughs> wants to join, we're taking we're taking applications. <laughs> They're, they're actually building a yard house at the uh, where, where I just was at the uh, the location um, near near that casino. So it's yeah, really it's around. really good. Oh, yeah, nice. for yeah, for those of you who know, uh, I was gonna say for those of you who know Pokemon Go, the yard house in uh, uh, Waikiki was the number one like Poke stop in in all of uh, on all of the islands. So you know, for those yeah, of they, you out there that still play Pokemon Go, yeah, yeah, definitely they do their own uh, beer. They they have their own brewery there, so they have their own like their own bears on tap, as well as like any local or out of state bears as well. So it's a really nice place. I'll have to uh, check it out when it opens up. We have a lot of new things on the podcast tonight. Um, I'm actually drinking a Death by King Cake by Oscar Blues, which Sheena, I know you huh. have some questions about. This is an ale with vanilla, cinnamon, nutmeg, cocoa nibs, orange peel, and pecans. And it just tastes like a cream ale. Doesn't really taste like any of those things. Uh, but it's not. It tastes it's like not bad. oh, a cream ale. Okay, yeah, I was like, what, I was like, what's a cream ale? A cream ale. Yeah, that's how. You, that's yeah. a fancy way to say it. We have some new email addresses. If you guys want to get in touch with us, it's Phil at uh, chickfoleyshow dot com or Sheena at chickfoleyshow dot com or Marco at chickfoleyshow dot com. And uh, what's the email if they just have questions or concerns or comments or want to send uh, us? Yes. A, it's so at, it's um ask at chickfully show dot com is the for the questions comments or complaints <laughs> whatever whatever you want to throw down there. You can um, take your complaints and roll them up real tight. Okay? <laughs> yeah, we'll submit them to uh, Who Gives a Fuck magazine uh, next month. Um, can we yeah. set, can we set up an email address for ass ass like a s s and people if they just want to send us some ass shots they can email them there. Yeah. You know, yeah, we could definitely okay, do that. Okay, let's get on that. Nudes. Let's get on that for next yeah, week. Yeah, no, no, just just ask, not even news. Just, just ask, okay. Yeah, no, yeah. Okay. doesn't have to be do their ass. Can be anybody's ass. Um, 
But uh, yeah, be sure to uh, leave us a nice review on the uh, the uh, iTunes page. Five star. We're trying to get to 300 by the end of the year. There was a couple Patreon subscribers last week that I did not get to name. Kevin Eugene and Amanda Weaver. We have a new female. We have our first female patron. Oh my god! Who run the world? Yeah, girl. Sheena. Run you guys, you two can talk about uh, you know braiding your hair and, and tampons and whatever you guys want to talk about. You two are now totally. have to yeah. be totally. best friends now. And then this yeah. week we have seventeen new Patreon subscribers. I'll run them down real quick. Martin Mandela Morrow is number one. Lyle Horowitz, no no relation to Barry. I asked him. Uh, Dale Krim, Roger Rodriguez, George Tampa, Robert Hallahan, Richie Reardon, Bobby Farrell, Dennis Vautor, Jordan Wells, Derek Keller, Joe Harrison, Ryan Belsley, at Big Daddy Cool Kemp, uh, Raymond Ma- Massey, um, Raymond Mansey, sorry. Eugene Evans, and Lawrence Soto. Thank you guys for joining us. If you guys want to sign up, it's patreon.com slash Chick Foley Show. Or actually now, you can just go to chickfoleyshow.com. It'll take you right there. That's an easier email uh, URL to remember. Uh, it starts at a dollar per month. Uh, you get not only access to our show notes every week that we'll email to you, uh, but also access to our Facebook group. Uh, access to our discord chat Uh, it's a messaging app that uh, the three of us and all of our patreon subscribers are able to interact with during the pay-per-views we were just on there for um whatever the last pay-per-view was i don't remember the fucking take over portland take over over portland there you go thank you so much for reminding me and um a a ton of other cool stuff uh we're actually going to do um some some fantasy xfl leagues we do some bonus episodes so yeah check it out chickfoleyshow.com is the place to be there um but yeah we have a lot to talk about we have some uh previews to go through on uh this weekend's new york toy fair we have to recap nxt takeover portland which we just spoke about um, a ton of stuff, guys. Let's start with NXT TakeOver Portland, Sheena. Uh, you have watched it in full over the last couple of days. Tell me your thoughts and how it kind of compares to some of the previous uh, iterations. I thought it was, I mean, obviously, like, NXT TakeOver is always going to deliver. And it delivers at such a high level, usually, that even, like, a really, really good show like if if it, if it's anything below excellent i think we're just like wow that was that was just okay you know so that really tells you like where where the bar is for NXT takeover this was a little bit different um as far like they normally are like a five match card but this had six matches on the card and you could definitely feel it it definitely felt a little bit um i wouldn't say drawn out but you could tell the crowd by the end was like so burnt out because like with NXT like there's no there's hardly any like filler matches at all ever and so it's just like bam 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 so by the time it got to the main event i feel like the the crowd was just kind of like <sighs> you know they were they were exhausted yeah, but they i were mean done. that that yeah. yeah but that i mean that main event match i mean it it delivered on all levels i thought it was just absolutely absolutely incredible and we had some title changes some people really stepped up and showed out and um i thought overall it was an excellent show yeah, I thought it was really good. Marco, what were your thoughts on it from, from top to bottom? And then we'll get into some of the individual matches. Um, yeah, no, I thought it was great, um, especially the opening match with Keith Lee and uh, Dominic uh, Dajakovic. And, uh, yeah, damn, that was good, man. That was yeah, so they, fun. Yeah, they set the tone. 
Yeah, they set the tone for the for the rest of the night. I think. Um, I think they actually took all the wind out of everyone at the on the first yeah. match, and then just from there it was just like because I I thought people would be more into the Finn Balor match as well. Dakota Kai they were into, but then I think as as the Finn Balor match and all those matches started going along, I think the crowd started losing steam just because mm-hmm. of that. Not because it was boring. It's just that match. Just seeing those big dudes just do like aerial uh, moves. It was. And yeah. I think it just took a lot out of people. Um, but overall, no, definitely, definitely, I thought it was one of their, like, best pay-per-views so far this year. I mean, they only had, actually, no, did they have, they, oh, with the NXT UK, I'm thinking of, <laughs> I was going to say, that you didn't, they've really set the bar high. Yeah, no, right, no, because I'm thinking of, like, you know, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa were in the NXT UK takeover pay-per-view, so, like, everything's merging together. Too much wrestling, too much wrestling. No, yeah, no, I, I, I get it. Uh, yeah, it was re- it was really good. I watched it from top to bottom. My son was with me. He watched the first couple matches. Wasn't too high on the Dakota Kai Tegan Knox match, and I and we talked about this, Sheen, and I, I kind of agree with you that it was a good back and forth. There was a couple misses in that match, just like you know moves that were just a little bit ridiculous. Uh, but the ending uh, was a, was a real head scratcher. They brought out uh, what was her name, Rena, uh, Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel Gonzalez, yeah. Uh, who uh, no one really seemed to know. She was in the Mae Young Classic, apparently. And, um, you know, speaking of wet farts, uh, it just didn't really go over too well. <laughs> Nobody really seemed to know who he was. It felt like an AEW debut, just bringing someone out that has no, you know, name value to the, even to the hard. This is the most hardcore of the hardcore wrestling fans. Yeah. You know? I think you have to do a suicide dive just to get into the stadium. You know, that's, you know, it's, yeah. it's super, super <laughs> hardcore. Um, but, uh, yeah, th- that was kind of weird. And there was a weird ending to the match. And also, the, uh, you know, it's hard for a 95 pound woman to go through a, a folding table. Um, oh, so yeah. the table, yeah, table right. didn't break. <laughs> um, but uh, overall, I mean, it's a cool street fight. I love Dakota Kai's new look. I think she's done a really good job of, like, getting away from the teeny bopper Bailey type of look. And, uh, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, think she looks, I think she looks great. I think uh, the the thing that Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai have going for them is is the storytelling angle. You know, the best friends and then obviously the turn at war games. Um, this has been building for a while. And I think, you know, like I said, the, the story's there. The, the in-ring action was good. Uh, it's better than what I expected out of these two. Um, but like you said, it just kind of like I, I felt like they really could have um, – they really could have shown these girls or made one of these women like a definitive star with, but then they just brought out this chick and then we were all kind of like, wait, what, you know? Um, and it just kind of ended on like a soggy note versus like something that could have been super crisp and super clean and, and like carried their feud even further. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, you know, as NXT does, I'm sure that they will, they'll, they'll weave it into the story somehow and make it make sense. But yeah, it was just kind of like, for a takeover event, I didn't feel like it was an appropriate move. One match that really surprised me was the uh, the Broser weights. Uh, not not just them winning the titles, but uh, just that whole match. I mean, I love the undisputed era. Those guys are always in for a drag out fight. But uh, you know, it was a great back and forth. The last ten minutes of that match uh, was really really good. Um, but the biggest surprise, guys, was uh, the the it ending. Was Bobby uh, Fish's beard. Bobby Fish's beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The great uh, beard. He, I mean, what the hell? He like aged like forty five years in like, you know, what was it like? It's like four days, five days. Yeah. yeah, it was very strange. He had like all the all the salt and pepper out, and I was like, wait, what? Like this is this is strange. So yeah, and it, can can any of you guys say the uh, the uh, Broserweight chant without flub, flubbing it up? How much fish can a f- 
Bobby uh, Fish fry. No, uh, Bobby Fish could fry fish. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. How many? So no, it's how many fish? No. Yeah, it's how many fish could Bobby no, Fish fry? No, you already messed it up. It's how. Really? Yeah, isn't it? It's uh, how how much fish could Bobby Fish oh, how fry? Much Bobby fish? Yeah. yeah. Come on, people. Jesus Christ. Sorry. I got the mom yeah. brain here. What have you guys been doing? I don't know, man. Not learning yeah. limericks, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that was interesting. And also the ending of the Adam Cole-Tomaso Champa match, which, you know, went 33 minutes. It was, uh, you know, a, a, a great match and felt like the, the crowd just, like you said, well, just wasn't into it as much as they should have been uh, mm-hmm. because they've just been on so many ups and downs. We saw another turn with Johnny Gargano going heel, uh, basically hitting uh, – Ciampa with the belt after it looked like he was going to hand it to him to kind of help him uh, defeat Adam Cole. And uh, I guess we're going to get Ciampa versus Gargano 7 or whatever. I'm all for it, but um, now they're flipped. We got Gargano as heel, Ciampa's face, and uh, it yeah. seems like it's going to work. But you know, where, do you, where do you go from here, Sheena? I'm I'm excited for it. I know there was I know it was a mixed bag reaction. You know, people being like, "Oh my god!" Like I don't want Gargano and Champa again. Which I mean, how how you could say you don't want Gargano and Champa? Like me, I'm hashtag fight forever. You know what I mean? Like I I love I love Gargano and Champa together, and um, I do like the the flip side of it. I like you know uh, Gargano being on the heel side and Champa being on the face side, but I just feel like. Um, I mean, these these guys are going to deliver, and Johnny Gargano desperately, desperately needed this. I feel like ever since he's you know come back, he's been a little bit stale. I think that's why I, I think that's why I wasn't so into the Finn Gargano match. It's just kind of like, yeah, it's good. These guys are good, but like, what is this even for, right? And like Gargano just hasn't been where he was prior to being injured and all that kind of stuff. So I think this will really reignite reignite the fire and give give, give us something that you know we've been wanting. Give us what we want, you know. Yeah. Give us uh, what we want. There were there were so many there were so many uh, spots in this card. Give me give me one moment that you're gonna remember from this card. I can start off here. This is kind of unprompted, but there was a couple moves in this Keith Lee Dominic Dijakovic match. But uh, Dijakovic did a move off of the turnbuckle onto the outside while while Keith Lee was sitting in like a uh, like a desk chair. And basically mm-hmm. did like a, a, a mm-hmm. somersault plancha onto him, and it was just like, oh my, this dude's like six seven, you know, yeah. like that's like a move like Eddie Guerrero would do. Yeah, yeah. It's insane. Like both of these guys, like, and and you hit it on the head, uh, Marco. That Keith Lee is it's just a star. He was on that show backstage, was great on there. I mean, at, at his size, what he can do if he has any kind of skills on the mic. I mean, I think you need to bring him up. You know, the night after WrestleMania. To Raw or SmackDown, I think you're you have an easy star in your hands here um, with him. True, but I think I, I always get so worried when like my favorite people go to Raw or SmackDown because then it just becomes like a watered down version of what they what they were at NXT. Like we're, we're getting like we're getting Keith Lee in full force right now, you know, yeah, fully yeah, content yeah. fully concentrated Keith Lee um, versus like. When he goes there, it's just going to be it's going to be different, regardless of what you know of how amazing he is. Um, but there's a few there's a few moves that stood out to me uh, in the in the Keith Lee match. There was a couple. The the Hurricane Rana onto Dijakovic was just like like just oh, I mean yeah. it was like one of the first things that happened, and yeah, I was just yeah. like, holy holy freaking crap! Like you know, 
Keith Lee is just insane. Um, and then what I thought was really cool and something that you would only get at an NXT takeover event was um, he had Dijakovic on the barricade and he like Keith Lee quieted the whole crowd. Yeah, was he cool. like he he brought them all silent and the the arena was completely silent and then he did this grizzly magnum like right on the chest and it was just <laughs> like holy crap. I mean it like it like sounded like a freaking firecracker going off. So I thought that was cool and I thought it was cool that he like he has such a presence that he could command that or command that sort of presence to like quiet the crowd. And then in the Adam Cole Champa match, um, something it's it wasn't good. It kind of it kind of caught my attention in like a bad way. Is that they did the wheelbarrow suplex, um, oh, and it yeah. and it looked like Champa like landed on his neck. And my first thought is like, holy, like are you kidding me? Like why would you do that? But then they showed the replay, and it didn't look as bad. He actually landed it on his back. Um, and then I was pissed that they showed the replay because I was like that could have been some really good storytelling if they would have just let it, you know, just let us think yeah. like, Oh my God, they just, you know, cracked Champa's neck, but they showed, they showed the replay in slow-mo and it didn't look as, as bad, you know? Yeah. I mean, some, some of the bumps he took in that, in that match, I'm like, God, man, this guy's coming off of a major injury and like yeah. zero fucks given right now. Yeah. Um, lots of running knees to the yes, head. Lots of running, like when, anytime. <laughs> I mean, that move is not is is like you know is is just the, the amount of error that could come from that and the risk that you could happen. It's mm -hmm. not even like that great of a move. Like where it's like yeah, you know, just just the coolness of it is is far outweighed by the risk of like your brains being scrambled eggs for the rest of your life. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. So, Marco, what was your your moment of the night on this car? There was a lot of them. Oh man, uh, this you guys forgot the Spanish fly off the top. Oh my uh, god, that was, that was yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, that was pretty insane. Um, the uh, Tiga Knox spot when she did when she had the um, the trash barrel <laughs> and she had uh, <laughs> oh yeah uh, yeah that was that was pretty insane awful. too. No, wait, wait, that was all. I thought that was awful. Why would you? Why I would you was, even do that? I mean, just to do she, something she different. She did like a I running guess, somersault, like bomb onto her instead of just like drop kicking it, like yeah, yeah. And like it looked like she landed like right on her neck. She yeah, she didn't up. land it great, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, I she gets points for for trying something innovative. You innovative, know what I mean? yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, Dakota, Dakota Kai hit her with a with a with a DDT on the railing. Oh uh, my god, that yeah. was like just like nailed it, like the best DDT I've seen since like Jake <laughs> Roberts. It was sick. <laughs> Um, how'd you guys like uh, Charlotte coming? Oh, uh, we didn't even talk about Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte yeah. Yeah. We haven't even talked. We haven't even touched on freaking um, Rhea Ripley, Ripley and yeah. Bianca, Bianca Belair yet. Yeah, uh, how, how outfit, do we? Because you know outfit? what? There's oh my God. yeah. There's normally only um, five matches, so we only covered five <laughs> matches. It's in our it's in our battle rhythm. So yeah, no. It, I thought it was really awesome. Um, I thought. I thought the match was really good. Obviously, these two women are incredible. It started off a little bit, a little bit slow, um, but by the end, I just thought like the spots, the spots were really good. Um, and at the end, I thought Charlotte coming back was like a really nice touch, and it kind of brought like a level of star power yeah. to um, to NXT Takeover. Um, and it's really cool that we're getting Charlotte versus Rhea at WrestleMania. I just am a little bit confused as to like. What like if Charlotte were to go over in that match, like what's gonna happen? You know, like how is she going to carry the NXT title? You know? Yeah, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a triple threat with Bianca Belair, and I think you're gonna. Yeah. You're gonna uh, sadly, they're gonna use Belair as to get the pin. Ripley's gonna pin yeah. her. You're not gonna get Charlotte losing on WrestleMania. 
or or, or vice true, versa yeah. or vice versa good, you have good charlotte call. Yeah. good call bianca challenged charlotte tonight spoiler alert if you haven't watched um nxt yet but she did she she called her out and challenged her and said you know whether she has to go to raw or charlotte has to come down to nxt like she said i'm you know i'm gonna whoop that ass is what she yeah. said <laughs> oh, um yeah. but i think i think bianca belair first of all we need that we need that bianca belair in elite form like oh 100 asap it was like yes. black history month she had like black history month all over her gear and then she wore like this traditional like african um neck piece and like a cape that said um i'm about to make black history or making black history or something like that uh which was really really cool and she i mean sam roberts i always wonder like what he thinks now that she's like really like stepped her game up and like is one of the one of the better women's talents in nxt because he literally like crapped on her it was like last year like in january oh yeah yeah when she's she faced harsh. Shayna, yeah, he was like, um, he said she's something like she was a she's waste. Not... Yeah, she was a waste of a match, and someone with the the technical prowess of like Shayna Baszler shouldn't have to be afraid of a ponytail or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah, that dude was was so awful on the pre-show. He's, I guess, he's supposed to be like the heel commentator. Yeah, he sucks. He looks like a like a giant bowl of mayonnaise. He oh, oh, you guys yeah. are he's so, so hard fucking to... pale he's not, and he's... shitty looking. I think he tries to like the other thing too is like I think he tries too hard to be a heel. Yeah, I don't think he's like he's not doing it naturally. He's not like he's just trying to get people to get mad at him. I, I, you, think, I just, you think he's you think he's naturally a good person? He's just really trying to be. Yeah, like, he's trying hated. too hard. <laughs> just just let it, like if you're like a Corey Graves, he could easily like go in and out of a face in a hill mm-hmm. without you even noticing. The Sam Roberts, he seems like he's just. If someone says something like good about someone, he has to say something bad. It's not like he, you know, like he wants to, or it's like it's, it's a part of his nature. Like he has to go. Oh, I got to say something opposite of what they're saying. Well, the prob- the thing about Sam Roberts is it's hard for him to say anything bad about NXT period because he is like the biggest NXT mark of all time. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. So I think I think just saying anything foul about anybody that wrestles in NXT is probably against his like nature. Yeah, so I actually have a question for you guys. So, like, um, I was listening to the New Day's podcast, right? And they were talking about the new episode. They talk about, like, Kofi's, the Kofi Mania and what happened last year and the whole storyline and the gauntlet matches and all that stuff. Um, Do you think anything's going to happen like that this year? Because I feel like this WrestleMania is just going to be another WrestleMania and there's not going to be any story you're invested in going into WrestleMania. Like, that's... Uh... No, I, I mean you're no. you're definitely. I don't think there's any storylines like like that where it's like an underdog. Like like it, you're not gonna have like the Becky storyline where like she she clawed and fought her way through everyone to get yeah. that to get that moment to where she you know got that push to WrestleMania or the Kofi Mania. Um, as of right now, I mean, what day's WrestleMania? Uh, April fifth or something. Yeah. Yeah. So we're we're really close. So and I I, I really don't see anything like that happening uh, i think it's just going to be a standard like wrestlemania we do have some serious like clash of the the titans building up though i mean we're possibly getting roman reigns versus goldberg or, or like uh the fiend versus john cena um we we have some serious things like brewing to make it like an incredible wrestlemania card but yeah you're not going to get that like underdog feel yeah, I think you can't do that every year, too. I think it's only special. I mean, you, right. did, you did Daniel yeah. Bryan like five years ago, then you did Kofi. It's just, you know, if he, if he ran that storyline or something that big back, you know, every year, it's going to get old. But I mean, I'm excited for some of the things we're going to see at WrestleMania. We'll get into that as the weeks get closer. But, 
Yeah, um, I don't, I don't know what the biggest like. What's the biggest draw? I'm honestly pretty shocked that we haven't seen Ronda Rousey back. I mean, she's been gone since WrestleMania, um, mm-hmm. and I'm surprised we didn't see her at Royal Rumble. We didn't see her, you know, in this build up now. I mean, it seems like they have everything in place. They're kind of, I feel like they're putting kind of Shayna in her spot that they would have they would have had Ronda in, you know. Against yeah, Becky. I don't know where she. I don't know where she would fit right now. I don't know, like, because there's nobody, because Becky already kind of has, you know, her trajectory, you know, where she's going, and then Charlotte already has her trajectory, and I, I don't think there's any other female star that is that ha- it is at that level where they are worthy to to face Ronda Rousey, as you know, crazy as that sounds. Yeah, yeah, I guess maybe she shows up after WrestleMania at some point. I mean, I feel like she has to come back at some point. I mean, she was a huge draw for the company, so. We will see, but yeah, take over a great event. If you haven't watched it, definitely go check it out on the network there <coughs> for sure. Uh, what else do we want to get into here? We are doing a March Madness tournament coming up in the next coming weeks. Uh, it is going to be strictly 90s. It's going to be we're going to have some wrestling things in there, but we've 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 determined the top 64 uh, music, you know, bands, movies. Pop culture, items, food, drinks, you know, everything you could think of. We're going to do some special episodes with that. It's going to be pretty fun. What did you guys think of that that tournament? I got all of your opinions on it. We we put it, Zach, our buddy Zach E. Gloff put it together, made a cool, really cool graphic for it. I'm excited to get, you know, some, some bonus episodes out of that. You know, talk a little bit non-wrestling stuff for a change. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a hardcore fan of the '90s. I love it. Set my the heel husband always makes fun of me because he's like, "You're you're way too nostalgic to the '90s. It probably wasn't as amazing as you remember it." And I'm like, "Yes, it was. My childhood was incredible, <laughs> um, and my childhood was probably completely mediocre. But I just feel like you know everything was everything was great. So yeah, I'm excited to get into some get into some '90s talk. What about you, Marco? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean '90s to the core over here. I mean, obviously, I was born in the '80s, but uh, that definitely the nineties was a growing period. And, uh, I mean, that's definitely, that's definitely like the, the, the time of, I mean, my life anyway. Yeah. It's just like, that's where you like, really, that's where I really did all my growing up and experiences and all. So, so can't wait to, uh, to talk about that stuff. Uh, sorry. Uh, Cody did a moonsault off the top of the cage uh, tonight at. This is this still going on? No, no, no. It was just. Oh. I guess it was earlier. Our buddy Rucker oh. from the Boots of the Face podcast was there, and uh, had a great video. He follow him at Rucker twenty twenty on. Uh, yeah, he's good. On, on on Twitter, but uh, he had he had pretty good seats for it. And uh, goddamn moonsault off the top of the cage against against Waldo. Whew. Awesome stuff. Um, during uh, AEW tonight, we did see some photos of the um, AEW figures from our friends at Wicked Cool Toys and Jazzwares. They were we were we thought we were going to have to wait until Toy Fair this weekend, uh, which is uh, on the 22nd, which is Saturday. Uh, we're going to try to, either me and Marco or me and Sheena or all three of us, we'll see, uh, jump on here this weekend with, with whatever news comes out from Mattel, Super 7, all the different companies that will be there. Uh, with whatever figure news comes out. So if you're a Patreon subscriber, you'll get that sent to your uh, your uh, podcast feed over the weekend or uh, you know, worst-case scenario, Monday morning. But uh, we, we've posted the pictures to our Facebook and our Twitter. Uh, looks like it's going to be Jericho, Omega, the Young Bucks, and Cody 
what do you guys think of these? I'm I'm a little torn. I think they're 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 good. I don't know if they're 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 like life changingly good, but uh, they look like they're the same size as the Mattel Elites, which is which is good, and they kind of have the same joints as the the kind of the uh, the Ultimate Edition figures. What do you think, Sheena? Yeah, you know they have they have the double jointed elbows, which is always nice for posability. I mean, again, like like the Mattel Ultimate Editions. I'm wondering what the price point on these is going to be. Again, because uh, Wicked Cool Toys, I mean, they're you know they're big, but they're not like as big as Mattel. So I'm wondering, you know, what the like I said, what the price point is going to be. Um, they're I mean they're good. They're I mean they're nothing. There's nothing to like criticize really. Um, it's just I, I feel like I'm I'm trying to like protect my I don't want to like go too hard in on them and be like oh my god these are amazing and then they like you know end up being not so because I can't tell if these are renderings or actual like prototypes um, based on just like the screenshots that I've seen um, are these yeah I think these are actual prototypes um, yeah they're all right yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> what, that's what I thought I mean they're not like the greatest things I've ever seen but they're not terrible I mean I think we'll We'll see in better detail when they come out in stores. I mean, just like you said, the price point is big. I think you can't. The magic number is at twenty dollars. I think if you go twenty yeah. you know, four ninety nine, you're going to price some kids out. <clears throat> you want them to be uh, affordable for people because this is a new company, and you know probably people that a lot of fans you know just going to the toy aisle are probably new to seeing besides Jericho. So, mm-hmm. um, you know. I, I mean, I hope I hope that they're in scale with uh, with the Mattel figures, which I'm I'm assuming that they will be. But um, that way, you know, that everything looks uniform. I'm really like, if they're out of scale, then I don't know that we'll we'll get any of them. And obviously, we have our um, Mad Reaper uh, like custom elites. So I mean, really, like, I mean, there's nothing better than that. The, the Mad Reaper is like the freaking wizard of making customs. So anything you need, I mean, obviously he does it as a hobby, so he only takes commissions every once in a while. But if you ever need like an incredible custom, hit up his eBay shop. Man, I've been tempted many times. He does really good work. Yeah, Marco, mm-hmm. what, do you, what do you what do you think of these? And who who's the one you're? Are you going to grab any of these? What do you think? Um, we'll see. Like, I don't like to like. I think it said to you guys earlier. I don't like to judge by pictures or anything like that but mm-hmm. they do kind of look um because obviously the company that makes them does like the fortnite figures and all like they do have like a if you look at their faces because i'm really like studying these pictures right now they do have kind of like a cartoonish look if you look at like the like the face scans almost they they kind of fall in line with the type of figures that that company makes even when you look at the young bucks there yeah like the, yeah, they do look kind of like. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah they have kind of like a like a like an animated it's like look a, to them. It's like a video. It's like, it looks like a video game. Yeah, like um, in you know, not necessarily cartoon. Like yeah, not not necessarily cartoonish, but definitely like not. They don't animated. have the true effects technology. Yeah, it's a little bit. Yeah. They're a little bit animated for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but other than that, they do kind of have like the same bodies of the as the yeah, figure arts. Um, they kind of like. I mean, the way they look anyway. So. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah, good, it doesn't but... appear that they have like uh, interchangeable hands or anything like that based no. on like, the uh, the joint, like the way that the joints look and stuff. Yeah, um, so I, I don't really like those those uh, shoulder joints, like those like I don't know what uh, what to call it. Like you see that like where it's like hinged on the front of the shoulder. Yeah, it's like it looks um, like. Um... Like it looks Buzz like a, Lightyear almost. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it looks like Terminator, like Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Uh. 
yeah, I mean, you guys hit it right in the head. We'll, we'll see more of these. I'm, I'm hoping we see some better close-up pictures uh, from the Toy Fair this weekend. But, uh, you know, uh, th- I think they're good. We'll see We'll see when they get into stores what the price will be on those. Um, what else did I want to touch on here before we get into more wrestling? Um, did you guys know that you can get – you can go – this was from the Major Brothers episode that dropped this week. You can go on to USPS.com. And set up an account, and they'll just send you like free boxes, like free priority boxes. Oh yeah, yeah. You knew you knew um, this. I, had I no mean, idea. I knew you. I knew you could. I knew you could order them. I didn't know that like you could like set up like an auto ship on them, but I knew that you could get like priority boxes um, shipped to your house. That's pretty sweet. I and mean, I guess you can just grab them from the post office too if they have them there, because uh, I'm always like you know scouring for boxes you know at certain points of mailing stuff out to all the patreon people and stuff like that so it's a good good little tip especially if you guys you know especially the people in our group are constantly buying stuff for people and sending stuff out it's just nice to be able to get you know save some money by not having to buy boxes or you know wait till you get a box in to ship something so yeah a little little yeah. bit there it just depends, you know, like if, if the flat rate boxes, sometimes they are more expensive than yeah. if you just like, you know, I always save like any of my Amazon boxes or any boxes that people send fig- figures to me in. I always save them um, because I know eventually I'm going to have to have to send a figure out, you know, and uh, ideally like those like uh, those optimal like figure boxes, like the ones that are like super like uh small and cut just four figures. I mean, those only run you like, well, like eight or nine bucks to ship. But if you ship it um, with a flat rate box, it's going to at least be like 12, 13, 14 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we talked about it at the top of the show. We're going to start doing some, we're partnering with DraftKings. We're going to partner with them and do a weekly XFL league. Uh, right now it's set up. I think we're going to do just a dollar, a dollar per person. Winner takes all. I have it set up for 10 people. We can increase that if it gets higher. Basically, you just pick a lineup. If you've ever done like DraftKings for NFL or, or, or baseball or basketball, it's pretty similar. Uh, it's a, it's a, we put a link onto our Facebook page, but uh, I just want to do it just to have fun. The XFL has actually been pretty fun. We haven't really talked about it. Me and Marco totally dropped the ball last week. We really didn't talk too much about it. Um, yeah. our, our team here in DC is two and oh, and I'm, I'm looking to get tickets. One of my stores was like, Oh, we should get uh, tickets. They have like, uh, I guess on the, on the, on the ground, on the, on the field, you can, they have like seats and a bar and stuff like that. And he was like, Oh, you should get, tell your boss to buy me some tickets and we can go. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. I'll do that in a second. Uh, <laughs> we, when we were buying people, we buy people tickets to like, you know, to do us favors, we, you know, it's probably illegal, but. We buy them like, uh, like like Hamilton t- Hamilton tickets and all this other stuff. Like I'm sure they wouldn't mind buying like some XFL tickets, you know. It's like you know probably run it off as like a business business expense or something. So um, yeah, we're we're gonna do that this week. Uh, I think we have three or four people in it already, but uh, be pretty fun. And uh, have you guys been able to watch any of the XFL yet? And Sheena, you haven't had a ton of free time to do that. <laughs> No, you know, and it, I haven't gotten to watch the XFL. I mean, I barely got to watch any NFL, um, you know, which I, which I love. So, yeah, I have not had the time to watch XFL. But everything that I've heard about it, like, I, you know, I listen to a bunch of wrestling podcasts and just um, the word on the uh, in the IWC is that it's actually been really good and entertaining. And they kind of like fixed all the flaws from like the previous XFL, you know. So I think, um, yeah. you know, we're, we're kind of all, we're kind of uh, on a good thing. But you do you do you guys feel like there's a correlation between uh, XFL starting up and that kind of being like Vince's baby at the moment, and 
Raw over the last like three or four weeks being like really, really good. Yeah, I, that's what I was going to say too. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been reading rumors about. Um, I think someone posted actually a, a story in our Facebook group about Vince McMahon not really being at at any of the shows that much anymore, like or doing like halfway, th- like yeah. like halfway through a raw and take off, or like. So I guess that's been like an actual thing. Like it's, I've seen that on other, other like um, articles and stuff like that, and other podcasts. And they talk about him just not being really present at any of the shows, or really. SmackDown, same thing. Not really, he's never well, been SmackDown's at only shows. been SmackDown's only been like okay, but Raw has been really good. I, I think yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, usually he's there. I guess he's there at SmackDown too, but I guess he hasn't been spending time there as well. Uh, Raw, like they said, he'll do like half a show and just take off like during the show or whatever. So like, there's a lot of speculation on like if it's either the XFL or uh, obviously he's 74 years old. So there's a lot of people that think there's like something with health issues and stuff like that, but. Obviously, there are rumors and stuff like that. I feel like Vince would be the type that would roll hospice care up at the gorilla (laughs) position. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, and, like, I I cannot see him hanging it up um, until it's, like, the the bitter end. Oh, yeah, definitely. Where's my damn ass? Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, I have to, to congratulate them or just give them some props because there has been zero mention of anything on on xfl about the wwe and vice versa when that shit came out the first time it was worth, yeah you, you think the 999 thing was bad when the network came out they fucking yeah. <laughs> they fucking shoehorned football into every we had like like matches like a, like remember the, like they would wear football jerseys and like Oh, it, it, was, yeah. it was awful, but they have done. Yeah. They have. If you watched XFL, you wouldn't know who owned it or what, you know what it came from. It's, well, it's basically just another football league. Yeah, it's a separate company. He he sold he sold a lot of stocks um, in WWE, and it's a, he founded a different. I think it's like Alpha Alpha something. I think the name of his new company, but it's has nothing to do with wrestling at all. It's a totally separate sports oriented company that he started up. And it's not like you said; it's not being treated as like a like a subsidiary to the WWE. Well, yeah. It's its own entity, well, essentially. In the uh, originally, didn't he have? I mean, didn't he have like Jerry Lawler, like you know, yeah, uh, like, like calling Jim Ross commentary, yeah, 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 and, yeah, JR, yeah like The Rock came it, out and like, yes, yeah. yeah. Jr. So, wasn't yeah. the bad part. They had fucking Je- Jesse the Body Ventura calling it. Like, oh yeah. wow, <laughs> that guy knew nothing. I used to do a, yeah, I used to do a uh, Jesse after. I had to practice my Jesse impression so I could bring it to the show. Oh man, that's a, that's a tough one. Well, I don't, I don't know McMahon. Yeah, it's, uh, it's more of his his conspiracy voice. We maybe we used to do those like conspiracy. Oh, yeah. Hit that show yeah. where he did like the government. Why? Why did this happen? I don't know what that type of thing. I'm at to practice it, but yeah, I'll bring it. If, I'll bring it to the show. If you would show. like to hire, if you would like to hire us for any voice work, folks, you can hit us up at ask. At chickfolyshow.com. Yeah. Not ass. No, dude. Not, yeah, we're not do, uh, the ass one. No, not the ass one. The ask. Yeah. yeah. We'll bring, well, if you do the ask one, we'll bring Stone Cold. We'll bring Jesse Ventura. We'll bring all our impressions to your shows. There you go. And make them better. Uh, we're going to give away a Anvil, Jim the Anvil Nightheart uh, elite figure to one of our Patreon subscribers. 
in our Go Figure segment a little bit later in the show. Just wanted to pop that on there. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been listening to the Major Brothers podcast. They are balls deep in like uh, card collecting and oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. This, uh, oh yeah, I have been yeah, hearing definitely. that. Yeah, it's got mm-hmm. me got me seriously itching for um, collecting figs. Don't or, or, do it or doing. Or well, I I started I dipped my toe in because I want to get like uh, Michaels has like this. Uh, board where you can like fit in like cards and like put it on the wall and i'm gonna do it for like a bunch of cur- oh my just cur- cur- for the kurt angle collection i'm doing it and i want to i want to yeah. uh give some props to brian cheris and joshua mark they're both uh patreon subscribers of the major brothers but i basically put a message out to like if, you, if anyone has like kurt angle, like random kurt angle cards i don't need them like signed or like any of the rare ones i just want like you know any Kurt Angle cards, and I'm, I'm not like trying to be picky. So they both sent me like you know for free. They just sent me like Kurt Angle cards. Uh, so props to both of those guys. And I'm thinking maybe do like like they're doing on on the Major Brothers. They're doing like baseball cards, which I don't give two shits about at this point in my life. But I would love to open you know for twenty bucks buy like a a, a box of WWE cards and open them up, and maybe everybody in the Facebook group sp- spends like a dollar, and they each pick like you know someone picks picks Roman Reigns and someone picks. You know Braun Strowman or something. And then if we pick, we pull any cards of those people, you get that wrestler. I don't know. You know, I'm just trying to think of some fun ways to, you know, spend money to keep basically. to keep cluttering up our homes and spending yeah, exactly, money. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I just I just want yeah. Kurt. This is just a way for me to get Kurt Angle cards and have other people pay for it. Basically, yeah. We're not, we're not, we're not trying to get. We're not trying to get. We're not trying to get wives mad. We already had that uh, earlier in the Facebook group. I'm not sure if did you see that Sheena at yeah. all that thread that we had going. Oh, I, like, I didn't see the. I didn't see the thread. <laughs> I saw. I saw the uh, original post where the guy was like, "My wife's gonna kill me." And he, <laughs> yeah. he had a seat. He had a front seat full of figures. Oh um, God, one yeah. which was an anvil. I was like, "Well, damn, yeah. bro! If your wife's gonna be that mad, you can send it over this way because exactly, uh, right? yeah, you, you no, girl we, ain't we got can, one." Yeah, we consoled him. We gave him some. We gave him some tips and. You know, I think everything will be fine. He'll be, he'll be good. We're we're also marriage counselors. Yeah, you got at the uh, you, you Facebook. Gotta, you gotta just stop and get her like her favorite thing. You know, like uh, ice cream or you know some kind of candy. No, likes, it's just or... like it's just like um with uh you know have you not seen all the the memes go that go around and they're like uh for your husbands like women who do a lot of online shopping they'll send like a little gift post that says like you know congratulations on winning this item. Uh, and they'll put it on your package so that you know your husband doesn't know that you've been buying shit. And it's just like you know, oh, he's like, look what I won. So yeah, he could be like, look what I won from the Chick Foley Show group. They sent me all these amazing figures. That's actually a good idea. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's tough. That's tough on these streets, man. I'll tell you what. Um, <laughs> I do want to give uh, a shout out to somebody on our uh, Twitter at Killer K nineteen eighty five. He's selling a. Uh, full lot of Hasbro green cards, uh, MOC. I guess his daughter is special needs, and he's uh, trying to get out of the fig collecting game and 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 save up some money to to be able to help her out uh, full time. Uh, so you know, obviously a pretty good cause. Uh, this we could have probably saved this for our uh, uh, item of the week or whatever we call it. I forget what it is, but um, he just he just messaged me about it, so I wanted to do it before I forgot. He's selling all of them for twenty seven hundred dollars, but I mean, you're talking about the smoking guns, Yokozuna, one, two, three, kid, yeah. crush, and and it's for a good cause. So, yeah, yeah. So I uh, mean, check him out on Twitter. It's at Killer K nineteen eighty five. I tried to pry the uh, the one, two, three, kid from him, but he's selling them all together. So if you're 
trying to do a uh, full collection of the uh, the Hasbro's. These are still on card in like figure protectors. They look beautiful. So um, hopefully somebody ends up buying those uh, because they're definitely worth the money there. So yeah, um, you'll have to send me the info so I can post it on the the Instagram as uh, well. We'll do. We'll do. Should we get into anything from Raw and SmackDown besides Matt Hardy getting his head beat in uh, with the chair um, a thousand times? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, you know, yeah, Randy Orton tried to kill Matt Hardy and he was having like some sort of like, you know, psychotic break where he was like, I'm sorry, as he was beating uh, Matt Hardy's head in, um, which I'm interested to see to see where that goes. Um, Shayna Baszler threatened to tear the shit out of Becky Lynch. Uh, they had a really good a really good exchange uh, besides Becky coming out with this weird like old grocery paper grocery bag full of money and like sprinkling it on the ring. Um, I thought that the, the, the concept was good. She was like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and prepay my fines for the things that I'm going to do to Shayna Baszler. Um, which I thought was cool, but like the whole, the whole imagery of it where she was like pulling out these hundred dollar bills out of like an old wrinkly paper set. I was like, is that yeah. how you carry? Is that how you carry your money around? Becky? Like, <laughs> you know, did you did you get that from the bank like that? You know, like usually they give you a little crisp envelope of hundred dollar bills, but they they were really good. I thought their exchange was great. And then, um, what else happened? Seth Rollins, uh, oh God, everything the about what Seth. God, yes. Get a, uh, speaking of God, I'm all, um, I'm all in. I'm all in of- on this Seth Rollins gimmick now. I mean, oh my goodness! This is everything. This is everything that I wanted out of a heel Seth Rollins. Like his his look is amazing. The man bun, the the schmedium leather jacket with the fur <laughs> collar, the glove, his his posse of disciples. I just cannot. Oh my gosh! I, I'm I'm so happy that this is the direction that they're taking Seth Rollins. Um, but they got in a big brawl with, um, who was it? The, uh, was it, uh, the Viking Raiders and KO who all was in that bit? Who all was in the match at, at the end? At the end? Oh, yeah. The street profits when, um, when, well, uh, the street, Dawkins the street profits came in, the street profits came in at the end. They weren't even yeah. in the match. They came oh, yeah, in. They weren't like, in the match, yeah. Yeah. They came in to save the day, which was, which was super cool, which also kind of leads me to believe that, you know, the street profits are joining the, the heel faction, um, of, uh, uh, oh my God, the Viking Raiders K- KO and all the people that are against Seth Rollins' crew right now. Um, so it leads me to believe that like Seth Rollins is going to have to man up. So who are going to be the new disciples, following the Monday night Messiah. Cause he's going to have to up his crew, right? Like know, since, the street, since the street profits are kind of like coming in and, um, unevening the odds. So I'm excited to see who, who joins the, who's going to be the next set of disciples. Yeah. I'm hoping they, they continue. They, they keep adding to this, you know, they keep adding people onto it and make it like kind of mm-hmm. like a, and not an NWO type of thing, but just like an ever growing, like, you know, he's got these yeah. guys under his control type of thing. Um, I, I do wish it was it was one like face person he was going up against, like kind of like a you know yeah. corporation yeah. versus Stone Cold type of thing, where you can kind of really really put someone over. But I guess it's not you know that's that's nitpicking. I mean, I think it's it's going well for sure. It is going well, but my question is, is we still don't have a definitive direction for Seth for WrestleMania. And I mean, Seth has to be at WrestleMania. Am I, am I wrong in assuming that? Because I mean, who is he, who is he going to face at, at Mania? 
Well, you saw what Mike Lanham said on the Discord chat uh, during uh, NXT TakeOver that we would get uh, Undisputed Era versus uh, Seth and his disciples against um, uh, AJ and the club and Finn Balor. I mean, that would be – you could fit a ton of people into uh, a match. I don't think Mm -hmm. any of those guys have anything. We're, what, less than – we're two months. No, April. What's April 5th, right? So, I mean, we're – Yeah. You're going to blink. It's going to be March 1st. We're going to be a month away from WrestleMania. I mean, yeah. you, you can't set anything up for these guys now at this point that's meaningful, that has nothing to do with what it is now. Um, it would be a little weird to have them in a match, you know, have Seth and those guys in a match that doesn't involve KO and all those guys because what, are the, what mm-hmm. the hell are they going to do at that point? But Right. I, th- I think he's going to be. this is going to be kind of a down year for Seth as far as, like, uh, magnitude of a WrestleMania match. But I think, you know, you could do something really cool with, with like, a four-way, you know, a four-on-four type of thing. Uh, well, it's got to be. It's got to be something for. I mean, wouldn't you think they got to de- defend the tag titles at WrestleMania if they don't lose them before then? No, yeah. No. I mean, I mean, Murphy and Seth are the tag champions. They are, but do we do we need to see them in a tag against the Usos? I mean, we don't need we don't need it, but it's like I mean, I think it's just kind of like, like an underlying thing, like what what's going to happen with the the tag titles? You know what I mean? Like. If they're not being defended at Mania, sure. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. It'll 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 shape up. Um, another thing that happened on Raw was Charlotte actually cut a really good uh, promo in the ring, um, addressing Rhea Ripley and talking about you know how she was so entitled and like she came into Raw and held up the title that Charlotte, you know, um, that Charlotte built essentially, you know, and like gave you know um, all the clout to. And I thought it was a really a really really good promo by Charlotte. Typically, I'm just like, come on, Charlotte. But I thought I thought. She like everything she said, I was like, well, she's not wrong, you know, which was which is usually you kind of just roll your eyes. But I was thinking like, yeah, she everything she's hitting some really good points here. Yeah, uh, I mean, I like her promos, man. People kind of shit on her a little bit here and there. But I think she, you know, she can play both sides pretty well, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens there at WrestleMania. Mike Lanham just was sending over some uh, pictures. They have a I guess now they already have a scale ring for um these AEW figures yeah, on ringside, oh, collect- wow. ringside collectibles. And then Brandy has a picture of her holding like a Brandy Rhodes figure. Uh, oh, so, wow. Yeah. yeah Interesting. So I wonder if we'll get a feral figure. Yeah. I hope Dr. Luther too. Yeah. <laughs> well, on SmackDown, just a quick rundown. Um, Hulk Hogan and the fiend had an interaction. So it's, they're definitely continuing to use the legend rub to get the fiend over. Um, you know, last week they had Goldberg and this week it was Hogan. Um, and he, Hogan said, you know, told Bray Wyatt, like, I'll see you, I'll see you in Tampa. So I'm, I'm interested to see where that goes. And he, uh, Bray Wyatt had a picture of Hogan with his eyes X'd out, like, you know, like he does for the fun house. So curious to see where, where that goes. Um, freaking Dolph Ziggler cock blocked my man Otis from, <laughs> from getting sad. his, from getting his Valentine's day date with Mandy Rose, which was so heartbreaking. Uh, I mean, he had the roses. I mean, he was, he was dressed to the nines. He was ready to do the damn thing. And he walks in and Dolph is sitting at the table with Mandy, um, which I think was, you know, part of me was like, damn you, Mandy, I want to wring your neck. And then the other part of me is like, you know, they're, they're giving us, they're doing exactly what they should be doing. They're making Dolph continue to look like a shitty heel. They're they're continuing to get Otis like all like be the lovable baby face. Um, and then when once they finally do get Otis and Mandy together, like the crowd is going to lose their minds. You know what I mean? And so I think it's I think they're they're 
really building this thing and I kind of love it, but I'm ready to just like see it pay off. Yeah, it's been it's been building for a while. I think you're you're running the risk if you don't have the payoff soon that people are gonna stop really caring about it. But true, very uh, true. It's been, it's been pretty cool. I mean, it's a good it's a good way to get to, you know at least have some sort of storyline for the women's division besides whoever is fighting the champions. You know, that's basically oh, all God. they have. Yeah. You know, you have a ton of talent there, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's it's definitely cool. So um, yeah, that was interesting. Um, they spent half an hour building Carmella and Bailey, which really didn't mean anything. And then they just just to introduce Naomi into the picture. Um, so that that I was kind of wondering yeah. why they spent so why they spent so much time r- running down the history of Bailey and Carmella, and then just have you know like we knew Carmella didn't have a chance in hell of winning that match. Um, and then it was just to bring Naomi out to like challenge. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right, so that's Raw and SmackDown. We didn't really get to—I didn't get to watch much on AEW or uh, NXT this evening. Is there any spoiler alerts we should drop here for no, people? No, the only thing I really saw, like I only got to see a little bit of, of NXT, was the uh, Bianca Belair busted into a match and yeah. uh, interrupted it and char- challenged Charlotte. But other than that, yeah, I need to go. I need to catch up on this week's Wednesday Night Wars. Very nice. Yeah, me too. Uh, Marco, let's get into our Go Figure segment. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Money, 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 money. <laughs> All right, it's your favorite segment of the week. Me, Marco, and Sheena let you know about all the stupid stuff that we bought. It's called our Go Figure segment. And uh, this might be the first time, guys, I don't really have too much to talk about. I've been kind of holding off. I want to get your thoughts, Sheena. When, when they announce stuff at Toy Fair, like new WWE stuff, is it is it automatically for pre-sale on Ringside Collectibles? I forget. No, I don't think so. It, it depends on the series. Like if it's like, I think if it's like a series that's like coming up, sometimes it'll be pre-order, but not always. Yeah. It's not it, always when they do. No. I feel like they have one or two, they always have like two series going on. I mean, they're, they're right now they haven't really announced anything at ringside for. I mean, besides the you know the, the heavy machinery series that Elite seventy six that was a couple weeks ago. They they're, mm-hmm. they're definitely overdue. So we will see. Like we said, we'll be uh, live uh, on your on your podcast app over the weekend to uh, recap anything that happens. But. Uh, yeah, I got I got the Kurt Angle card from some people. Uh, I did buy some figures for some Patreon subscribers, so that was cool. Um, I got. Uh, let me pull up my notes here. Should have this ready, probably. Uh, I got the uh, Roderick Strong Elite for our buddy. Oh, nice. Yeah, Alan Day. I saw that on the pegs and uh, picked that up for him. I saw the. Uh, Royal Rumble Macho Man. I, I grabbed that for our buddy Ryan, uh, Brian Parrish in our Facebook group. And I got the Bobby Lashley Royal Rumble Elite uh, for another one of our Patreon subscribers, Nicholas Jones. So I did some hunting for some other people. And um, that was about it. I've been kind of like holding back uh, on some stuff because I'm really trying to wait and see what happens at uh, at Toy Fair and see what comes up for sale on Ringside. And uh I haven't seen anything in our stores uh, at all. Uh, I know you guys haven't really. I know a lot of our Facebook fans haven't. Uh, some people have, have seen 
the the Anvil land. I know some of our buddies have in our Facebook group, but yeah, uh, it's been it's been tough. I think a couple landed here in Maryland and they haven't replenished. So uh, we will see. What about uh, what about you, Sheena? You pick up anything this week? Um, I picked up some pops. I, I've you know I don't get to get out and hunt as much as I used to because it's just kind of a pain in the butt. But um, I I got let's see the new series of WWE pops. I got John Cena. I got uh, Naomi. I got Diesel or not Naomi. Sorry, I got Diesel, and I got the Miz. I still need Mean Gene. I still need the I want the Chase Naomi that glows, and then I want the Chase Kevin Nash. So I'm still on the hunt for those. Um, but I think, I mean, guys, since I've been on, like, you know, I, um, on my maternity leave, like, boxes were arriving, like, every day. I haven't even had time to, like, unbox stuff. He has been, like, I guess before he left for a uh, deployment, literally just, like, did, like, a bulk order of loose figures. And they were just, like, coming in. And I was, like what the hell like, did you order this stuff he's like yeah i just went ahead and completed all of our like female figures and like stuff was coming in so there's so much stuff upstairs that i don't even know like we're just gonna have to have like a mass unboxing whenever seth gets back it'll be it'll be like christmas in july you know nice, nice. that'll be fun yeah uh, i also moved uh i have two detoffs in the uh the fig cave here I've moved all of my retros down to the bottom two shelves because it doesn't seem like we're getting any more retros anytime soon. And I'm finally putting on display all of my new generation uh, figures, my uh, Mattel, nice. Mattel Elite. So I, now that I have the uh, the uh, Jim the Anvil, I have him upside there with uh, Bret Hart and um, the British Bulldog. And I bought a bunch of uh, our good buddy Darius bought a bunch of stands for me. from uh, He did a ringside order and... Uh, use the uh, the Chick Foley code because uh, obviously they're one of our biggest sponsors. RingsideCollectibles.com. Make sure you use code Chick Foley there to get ten percent off. And uh, sure. I got a bunch of stands coming, so I'll be putting those up. And uh, I did the mistake of pulling all of those loose Mattel figures out, and now my son wants to play with all of them. And mm. um, I don't have the heart to tell him no. So uh, every day he grabs like one or two of them and. You know, just beats the shit out of them. But you know, what am, yeah. what am I gonna? What am I gonna do? You know, so, I know uh, these these boys that I used to babysit. They would come into our Mark Cave uh, back in Hawaii, and um, you know, they would go in there, and would the older one would like ask every every figure. You know, some of the figures I didn't care. He could like look at and you know bang together and like play with and wrestle. But there were some. You know, there's like the ones that are like rare, and you're like, oh my god. And he picks it up. He's like, is this one delicate? He he said delicate instead of like rare or something. You know, I'd be like, okay, you have to be very careful with that one and he every time he would pick one up he'd be like is this one delicate is this one delicate <laughs> um and yeah he was four years old so it was it was so funny um you know we, and we still like to this day we always joke like you know be careful that's a delicate figure it's gotta be hard for kids to understand like you know he's like looking at this giant bag of like 40 loose elites and like no these are mine and those are yours over there and like yeah, so like these are just toys, Dad. What are you? What are you? Do, what are you talking about? And ultimately, <laughs> he's right. It, yeah, I mean, yeah. his little you know three year old mentality, like he he's the right one. You know, they yeah. they are just, they are just toys. Yeah, it's they're meant they're meant to be played with. He's like, Dad, take these freaking things out of the box. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He he just pointed at one the other day. I was like, Can I open that one? I'm like, uh, <laughs> no, man. Your no, coming up. I got not some stuff today. For you. 
Yeah, of course. I mean, he loved that. He saw the hurricane. Obviously, he has no idea who a hurricane is, but you know, obviously, but he's that's got like a cape. yeah, he's Jesus. got a. He just looks like you know the best of both worlds. Looks like a superhero and a wrestler. You know, so yes. yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll see what we'll see what happens there. So uh, nothing too big. I'm trying to get this uh, uh, fig cave all completed here. I got um, our good buddy Dustin. I keep remembering stuff now that I'm like talking. Uh, our good buddy Dustin. You can follow him on social media at Custown underscore collector was just at a random store and found me a uh, Kurt Angle KB toy exclusive Jack's figure that was still in like a baggie. You know, it wasn't super, super expensive or anything, but it was something I didn't have. So he shot me a message and he's just going to send me that. I was like, dude, how much I owe you? He's like, oh, don't worry about it. So uh, prop, props to you, Dustin. Thank you so much, man. Definitely give him a follow. He's got an awesome, awesome collection of figures. And I think he just recently completed all the, uh, the Hasbro's. And uh, he's a good good brother for sure. So, um, Mark- oh man, a hey, uh, real quick uh, interjection, pick break, breaking news here. Um, I don't know if you guys are following. I'm l- just got some notifications from Ringside Collectibles on Instagram, and they're posting pictures of all the figures. And it does look like they are official, like prototypes. Those aren't just rendering, so you can actually see the figures a lot better than what was shown on like the TV. Um, the TV screen, so you can like oh, see the, yeah, yeah. the the, de- the detailed shots, and they have pictures of the ring. So they're going to be sold on uh, Ringside Collectibles too. So oh, super yeah, cool. I see. Yep. Nice. You can use our ten percent huh. off to get your figures there. Uh, yeah, and when you guys get your Ringside hauls, that you if you use the code Chick um, and get yourself a nice little figure or a haul of figures, like tag us on you know social media. I would love to like share your hauls and stuff like that, and tag us when they come in because I love seeing that stuff. Yeah, look, huh. and the the rings are really cool here too that they're coming out with. So yeah, they're they're doing yeah. they're doing good stuff, man. I mean, like it's pretty similar to what WWE's doing, but um, I think you I think you'd have to, you had to stay in the same scale as them just because there's so many. Yeah, they definitely there. look better than than the pictures I was seeing. They, they yeah. look better. They look better than the what I thought was renderings. You know, b- based on like the TV screenshots, like seeing the detailed photos, they look a lot, a lot better for sure. Yeah, definitely. She, she knew you had a toy hunting story that you were going to tell us last week. Oh my we gosh! Yeah, yeah, that's right. A friend came to town. A friend of yours came to town. Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay, so I'm a terrible storyteller, you guys. But okay. My friend, um, I haven't seen her in like freaking four years. Uh, She lived in Peru. I lived in Hawaii. She now lives in North Carolina. She drove up for the day. Um, We were like going to just like have just this great girls day together. We were going to do like the girls thing. We're going to go to Target, get our coffee, walk around. Of course, we had we had the kids with us. And um, I mean, I I don't go to Target without fig hunting, you know, and she and she knows like, you know, the whole she knows she knows Chick Foley and like the fig hunting part of part of my life. Um, but we were just casually walking around and we come around the corner. We went through home goods and went through, you know, all the different things like uh, clothing and whatnot. We finally get to the toys. I'm like, OK, cool. You know, I didn't want to rush to the toys right away. We get like right in the aisle, like right before you get to the row where the wrestling figures are and we're just talking and all of a sudden the baby face projectile vomits oh, all over me no. <laughs> like i mean just like straight up you know i mean and you know real quick let me interject and say he wasn't sick uh no flu nothing like that he must have just eaten something that didn't agree with his stomach it just he just literally like just vomited once and then he was like right as rain. Um, but he just happened to like projectile vomit all over himself, all over me, all over the cart. And I was just like, 
oh my freaking God, like here we are in the middle of Target. My son just like vomited all over everything. So I go run to the bathroom section, get towels and rags and everything, um, clean him up like as much as I could, just like right there in the aisle and then um, wipe myself down. And I'm like, okay, well, I got to go get him an outfit so I can take him to the bathroom and change him and, and then we can leave, you know, because I didn't want him to ride home in pukey clothes. But so my friend Aaron, after I get him wiped down with towels and uh, rags and everything, she takes the cart with, you know, my the the future women's champions in the back of the cart. Brett is in the front of the cart covered in puke. There's puke on the floor. This amazing little target employee comes around the corner like a little dude um, helps us clean up the puke like the nicest little guy you've ever seen in your life. She takes off to the boys' clothing section with my kids, like, you know, to get Brett an outfit, thinking, like, okay, well, we're, we're headed out of here. Me, she turns around, and I'm, like, covered in vomit, like, looking through the figures at Target. <laughs> and she's like, Sheena, are you kidding me? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I came over here for a reason. I have to check, <laughs> you know? And so she was, like, laughing. The little guy that was cleaning up my son's puke was laughing. Like, they were like, I can't believe you're sitting there. Your son is covered in puke. You're covered in puke. But that's how dedicated you are to the hunt is wow, that you were not nice. going like, to not check the figure aisle for uh, figures. And I found a network spotlight, Matt Hardy. So when I missed, when I messaged you Phil and told you about that, that network spotlight, I was covered in vomit just oh, so you know. Cool. I couldn't smell <laughs> that, it through that, the phone, but yeah. Yeah. That day that I messaged <laughs> you. So I did, I did find a figure, but yeah, it was, um, the, the dedication was there. I was not giving up the hunt just because my kid vomited everywhere. So if you ever question my, you know, my figure hunting ability or my fig life love, you know, you got another thing coming. Very nice. That's good shit. Uh, what about you, Marco? Any, uh, any, I know you went hunting today. Didn't you find something cool? Uh, yeah. So today I actually, um, so rewind to Friday. Um, one of our, uh, good guys over at, um, on our Facebook group was, uh, live chatting, uh, Dominic Federico. Uh, he works like a state over for me in New Hampshire um, so he was going through Target. I'm not sure if everyone was on on that live, but the Target he was at had an Ono and a Page. Oh wow! Just hanging on the pegs, God just chilling. God damn it! Um, so I immediately, obviously, <laughs> just was like, "Dude, hold those for me. I'll be right over there." Um, so, uh, so yeah, good brother hooked me up with an Ono and a Page. Wow, uh, that's a killer figure. hookup. Yeah, so, Isn't it um, crazy that those are just like popping up randomly now? Like after people hunted for so long and people paid like, you know, like such such high prices for them on eBay. And like, you yeah. know, I, I felt like they were only in Canada for the longest time. Yep. Um, and now like it's just like they're randomly popping up here in North America. Yeah, it's strange. I, I mean, it's, I still think it's going to be really kind of like a rare figure to get. I don't think it's going to pop up because that I mean, that series is kind of been like gone already but who knows mm -hmm. i could be could be wrong but um but yeah so tonight uh after work i was like oh let me stop by target see what's going on so i stop in i actually had to grab like chapstick and stuff because it's cold in these parts over here you don't <laughs> want to have those chap lips uh so i go down the aisle and i see Paige just hanging on the peg i was like what i was like what's going on right now this is a, usually i walk down that aisle there's nothing there it's always the same things all the time there was a mad hardy spotlight um and a page and a wendy richter actually too oh wow and, um 
So there was a guy there that like ran down the aisle and he grabbed the Wendy Richter and the Matt Hardy. And I was like, oh, he's definitely a collector. Um, he didn't see the page. I looked up and I was just like, grab the page. And he looked at me and he kept on looking back and he was like checking behind because page was like in front of like a like Nia Jax and like all these old figures that are pegging yeah. like up there. So he's like checking and he's like looking back at me and checking the thing and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to move it. This guy might try to murder me just to get a, yeah. a page figure. So, uh, yeah, so that was a, that was a score. So, uh, definitely, I mean, I already have one, so it's definitely probably going to go to a, uh, a lucky uh, Facebook group member before nice. anyone else. So. Because I know people are looking for page, so yeah, they definitely are. They're, they're, it's it's on a lot of people's list uh, in our uh, in our Facebook group. Oh, man, I'm gonna have to choose now. This is horrible. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> not to get one of you guys to make the choice for T- me. No, I'm typically, <laughs> you, you, you know how I handle those situations. I, I look up everybody that's got page on their list. I make a post in the group and I tag all of them, and it's first come first serve. Yeah, you know, whoever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I tag them all in that in the same post, and I'm like, "Hey guys, I know you all need Paige, um, you know." And then the first person to claim it, so it's just who the luck of the draw at that point. All right, okay. I like that a lot. Uh, I did want to say I wanted to have him on the show tonight. Uh, we talked about it, I think, last week or the week before uh, on Twitter uh, at Mike vs Philly. Uh, his entire apartment building burnt down. And he lost his entire collection of mint on card figures that had everything from uh, elites to old Hasbro's to everything in between. And uh, I posted it to our Facebook group, and um, freaking, we have the best. I mean, other other podcasts can can eat my ass because they don't have they don't have the group of people that listen to them that are diehard listeners and fans that we do. And I'll yeah. I'll go to, I'll go to war with the people that we have uh, listening to our show any day for of the sure. week. Um, we raised over two hundred dollars uh, for this dude, and uh, he I slid into his DMs months ago, basically just saying like, "Hey man, what like what what are some of the figures like that you lost that were really uh, that meant a lot to you?" Just kind of getting some some dirt on him, and he was like, "Oh, I really you know the biggest one for me was uh, this and this, and then also the the rockers uh, Mattel Legends figures, the two packs." So. Um, I'm going to read off all the names of people that contributed. And, um, you know, it, what, I, I honestly said, like, you know, if we each give, like, two bucks, maybe we'll get, like, you know, up to $100 we can give them. And I get people throwing me $10, $15, $20 here and there. So, yeah. Uh, TJ McHugh, Chris Ionias, uh, you talked about Dominic Federico, David Brooks, uh, Cody Baker, Brian Green, Aaron, uh, Kamako, Amanda Farmer, Mike Lanham, Alan Keanu. I'm butchering a lot of these names. I apologize. Josh Drake, uh, Sal Greco, Brian Baker, our buddy at Heat's Toy Box, uh, Corey Handy, Josh Ellis, George Tampa, uh, John Peterson, Brian Parrish, all kinds of people, man. So we thank you so much, whether it was a dollar, whether it was $20, you know, I just, I I don't even know this guy honestly, and I only wanted to do this because selfishly, my biggest fear is losing my house and all my belongings, and you know, possibly family members in like a big fire. So, uh, we were hoping to have him on the podcast. He had some family stuff going on tonight, and he doesn't know anything about any of this. So, don't, please don't tell him. Um, somebody actually set up our uh, our buddy Josh from um, uh, the Major Brothers. Uh, what's his name? 
the dude that finds all the all the random toys like the oh god uh zombie sailor zombie sailor mm-hmm. uh he helped set up a uh, a gofundme for him which has like i think two two three hundred two three thousand dollars on it already so he's on his way but I, we wanted to on our end just you know give back to somebody in the fig community that's you know lost everything which is uh which is pretty cool so thank you everybody for donating and if you didn't you know it's it's all good maybe you didn't see the post maybe you just don't have the money it's not a big deal you know whatever we can give um i know a lot of people donated to the uh the christmas uh toys for tots so uh you know it's just we're, we're in a good position we have a roof over our heads guys and we uh, we take for granted sometimes all the things that we have in life, so uh, it is nice to uh, be able to give back when we can. So wanted to wanted to throw that out there. And I will cry next week when when he comes on the show. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a giant freaking. Uh, Are you a softy, Phil? 100%. Do people not do people not know the softer oh, side of, of uh, the hot take kid? I cry during during like movies, TV shows, all the time. My, my wife even oh. says like to me, "You're gonna cry when this guy comes on the show." I'm like, "100 percent." I'm the same. Yeah. I'll, I'll probably yeah. cry too. We'll do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I'll cry I, with I you. We'll cry together. I think you're. Um, I think you're really misunderstood, Phil. <laughs> so. especially on twitter well well let's keep it that way i don't want to lose the, i can't i can't destroy oh yeah we got, we got, live yeah. live the gimmick live All the right. gimmick tomorrow i gotta make up for tomorrow i'm just gonna make fun of somebody tomorrow so <laughs> brian, brian alvarez i'm gonna come for you um so i do want to announce our anvil giveaway we we have a uh, anvil figure and this is you know one of the hottest figures out right now so let me go ahead and uh, pick one of our Patreon subscribers. We we let everyone know that uh, hey, you can sign up for a dollar a month and uh, possibly win the same. But we're gonna keep doing this. We do giveaways all the time, and the the Patreon yeah. money that we get it goes to uh, you know designing T shirts and and our giveaways that we do for people. So um, good stuff. So let me go ahead and, and pick that right now. All right, I'm scrolling up and down. I'm not looking at the screen. I'm I'm scrolling up and down with my mouse. On the list of all of our Patreon subscribers, and, who uses uh, a mouse? Who, what do you mean? Who uses a mouse? What are you talking about? What do you use? <laughs> you You're use, on a laptop. You don't use a touchpad. You don't use it. Yeah, touchpad for life, bro. Yeah. Oh God. On like a laptop or what? Yeah. Is yeah. it a wire? Do you have a wired mouse? Is it plugged into no, your? No, no. I'm, def- I'm, def- I'm at least I'm at least wireless. <laughs> but I'm on like a I'm on like a my home computer, my desktop computer. Wait, is your wireless mouse? Does it have a little dongle that plugs into the USB to be wireless, or is it Bluetooth? No, my that's where my pagers plugged in. <laughs> Speaking right. of pagers, we have a March Madness marathon <laughs> with the with the '90s coming up. Uh, I'll pull up my MySpace page in a second here. You guys are out of my top eight. All right, here we go. Here we go. Okay, bum, 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 bum. scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Tell me, somebody, Sheena, tell me when to stop. That's what she said. Stop. Okay. Justin Pickard, you are the winner. Uh, of Justin the Anvil. Pickard. And, and if you're listening and you did not win, we have we give everyone one week to let us know. We are not going to contact these people. They got to listen to the show and uh, you know claim their prize. So if no one wins, we'll pick another one next week. It's happened before. So don't freak yeah. out. You know, if you didn't win, <laughs> you know. But if you're Justin Pickard, you should freak out because you yeah, just got a badass figure. You should figure. freak out. Yeah, we're going to send that to you post-haste. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, 
that's happening. So uh, cool. We're gonna do more of these giveaways coming up, uh, and uh, you know these figures are hard to find. So uh, that's the that's the benefit. I hate to toot our own horns with this Patreon group, but you know we're we're now like 105 people strong. That's 105 people out hunting for figures and and finding stuff for each other. So uh, as much as I love Twitter, I mean, God, I, I'm on Twitter more than any other website in the world. Um, it's just a lot of people. I mean, I follow 1,800 people or whatever it is. Uh, so it's just hard to, you know, have have a, such a close knit group or community or, or really help people out, you know, because it's just kind of like a more of yelling on a busy street than like a, a Facebook group is. So that is uh, that is it for uh, for I guess for our our uh, inside the squared circle and our, uh, our our purchases here. Go figure purchase. Yeah. So um real quick uh more chick breaking news they do have a brandy rhodes aew figure uh it does not look that great they did not i mean the face scan's pretty but she looks like a disney princess it doesn't really look like brandy rhodes so um yeah she looks like princess tiana from like the princess and the frog where are you seeing Uh, seeing this at it's on uh ringside collectibles instagram Oh, yeah, they ju- they just posted her her figure, so I'm assuming it's going to be all. I, I don't know. They may they may unveil more during the toy fair, but as of right now, it looks like it's all of the elite uh, plus Jericho plus Brandy. You know, this uh, looks like Drake Maverick's wife. It doesn't even look like um, Brandy Rose. It actually does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It really does. So yeah, I mean, it's cool that she got a fig, but yeah, it just definitely does not look like. Definitely does not look like Brandy Rhodes. But yeah, Marco, let us know what's going on outside the squared circle this week. All right. So we have uh, some uh, some awesome documentary uh, that, that just dropped on the uh, WWE Network. Uh, the Ruth, Ruthless Aggression um, docuseries that they're doing on the uh, Ruthless Aggression era of the WWE after uh, Stone Cold left and uh, all these crazy things happened and a lot of there's a lot of big paradigm shift essentially in the WWE. So, um, and you, what do you get? Who who got to watch it? I, I haven't you, gotten to watch any of it yet. Phil, yeah. you watched the first episode. Oh, you said? I did. I did watch the first episode. It was pretty pretty awesome. And I don't remember this this era very well because I was I was out of watching wrestling for for mm-hmm. a good good portion. I was kind of it. This is when I was starting college, and you know I was more right. interested in getting drunk and uh, trying to. <laughs> trying to hook up with chicks so um you know my my wrestling <laughs> fandom hit the, uh, went to the wayside a little bit but uh it is pretty yeah. cool to see you know, the transition when they lose rock and austin well you know within a year period and they have to kind of scramble and and build some new stars and you know they did a damn good job and the best part was like seeing randy orton do a uh, i've never seen anyone do this move before like a basically a drop kick and turned it into like a somersault like a yeah like a drop like a backflip yeah. yeah it was weird <laughs> I've, I've never seen anyone do that before they were just showing clips like of fcw uh which used to be where they would train and, and kind of build new stars at before uh nxt and uh, that was pretty awesome to see but i mean it was cool to see God, Cena and Batista and Orton and all these guys, Shelton Benjamin and Lesnar, all come up at the same time. Like, geez. Yeah. I that mean, might have been the best class of stars, I think. But, I mean, not judging by now with the NXT guys, but, like, back then, that's, like, probably, like, the most legit star-studded class that they had in recent memory. If, I'm not sure if anyone would disagree with that, but... 
Yeah, well, speaking of FCW, uh, there's also a an FCW story coming to the WWE Network on March 8th. The future WWE, the FCW story. So this is where like everybody, like Roman Reigns was groomed, Seth Rollins, yeah. Charlotte, like all the Bellas, all Sheamus. of them. Yeah, they all came through uh, through FCW, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's like the the pre NXT days yeah i don't so know why a, i said charlotte yeah. charlotte wasn't at fcw no um, she was in yeah nxt she was NXT. she she came straight nxt i was yeah, thinking like the, the bellas and i, I said charlotte I, I feel yeah, like yeah we, like, we go uh, months without seeing any kind of new cool content on the network and then we get like both of these back to back you know which i'm not yeah i'm not complaining but uh it is pretty cool i mean that's that's the best thing for me about the network i mean i, I love watching the old pay-per-views and obviously the new pay-per-views is 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 great every month but you know during the week when you want to watch something um this is you know this is awesome it's you know they, yeah they, they, they the wwe does this better than anybody else you know oh yeah there's no there's nobody that can compete with uh wwe as far as just like straight content creation i mean they are they are like a content machine uh yeah. and they do it they do it so well i mean they everything they make is like interesting and they have I mean, the camera shots are just like I'm like, how did you get that camera shot? You know, like everything they have is just so perfect. So yeah, they're they're, they're the best in the biz. Uh, what else? Oh, I mean, the big news: Bulldog, the best wrestler, actually better than Sheamus. <laughs> he's better than Sheamus. <laughs> <I've heard. laughs> uh, he, he's in the uh, he's actually being inducted oh, into the Hall man. of Fame, which Couldn't is wait to bring really this really one awesome. Up, <laughs> no, so well, it's official. I knew it had been talked about. Wait, so. It, they announced I mean, that it's official. He's they, going no, they in. They haven't announced anything. They haven't I mean, announced any, right? They're like congratulating no, it, his the NW, children. The NWO is going in. Yeah, they're congratulating. Like, it's, like they're like people saying congratulations, Davy Boy Smith Jr. and I forget the, his daughter's name. Sure. Like they're who, like who Georgia. Is they? Georgia, duh. Duh. You don't know. Um, you don't know Bulldogs, daughter. Georgia. Yeah, I mean, no, I don't. You're a Bulldog fan. I mean, I do. I just I bet you remember. know she- Seamus' daughter's name. I do not know Seamus. Does he have a daughter? I don't even know. I don't know. She's in that movie, <laughs> she's in that movie Tangled, right? Or no? Yeah, what, yeah. No, what was the oh, movie? Brave. That no, was the movie. Brave. Yeah. My yeah. So, all right. So, unofficially, so. he's in the Hall of Fame. Okay. We'll say yeah. since it's all really confirmed, but it's probably gonna. Oh, and the I'm Bellas. Assuming. Did we talk about the Bellas going in last week? Who are your know, hot take of the year? They are more deserving to go in than the Bulldog. Well, I don't think they. I don't think. I don't think they're official uh, yet. Yeah, they're uh, they've official done. Yet. They've done a horrible job of telling us who is in. There's been so many rumors of who's going in. Usually, it's like every week they'll announce, like for like six weeks straight, they'll announce someone going into the Hall of Fame. They've just been very willy nilly on. Yeah. You, us. Well, this year it seems like it's a little bit different. The last year it looks like they're like every week on Raw, yeah, yeah. they're pumping out a new yeah. inductee. Yeah. But now it's just the NWO, and that's literally it. Like, do they not know? Like, is it is my thing is like, is it like, is it Vince not being there really that they don't know <laughs> who's gonna be like? He's like kind of absentee a little bit because yeah. of the XFL. Yeah. Is it because like, oh true, no yeah. direction maybe? It's just like, wait, do we are we is, is Bulldog in or are we gonna say he is or is are we gonna keep him like maybe it's that type of thing? Maybe there's like no like direction on who's going in. Maybe they are being inducted, but we just don't know because they didn't officially come out and say it. But one of those well, news I think we're there. I think we're just so groomed for WWE to just ram everything down our throat. Like when they're when something is happening, like the know. announcements are just like yeah. all over the place and they're so yeah. overt that like when they when they're subtle about things, we're like, wait, is it not happening? <laughs> yeah, that's very true. 
Speaking of but ramming yeah, things that's, down uh, that's our throat, what? Super, oh, I was going to say, that's not a transition we need to go into. <laughs> no, there was something I wanted to bring up outside the squared circle <laughs> that you didn't have on here, and I totally forget what it was, damn it. Um, all right. Jesus. Well, we talked about the Ruthless Aggression documentary, talked about Bulldog, John Cena commemorative belt coming out now. I mean, they're going full Ruthless Aggression era here now. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, John Cena was a merch machine. So, I mean, if you're a John Cena, Mark, it's it's definitely a cool little piece of merch if you if you got that kind of like cash and you want that kind of commemorative item in your house. Um, for me, I love the Bret Hart commemorative belt. But for me, like the real Bret Hart belt is the Black Winged Eagle. So it's just kind of like, I mean... I don't know. I, I go back and forth. I'm like, do we need that belt in our collection or don't we? So I wonder I wonder how these commemorative belts are actually gonna sell. Like I wonder what um like if they're if they're gonna be a good uh like a good seller or not. Because I mean I'm sure Mania weekend, like when when people see them at the merch stand at Mania, they'll probably buy a lot of them, but I'm wondering how many of them will, will be purchased off of like WWE shop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah good point. <laughs> Yeah, uh, especially with the with the commemorative belts, it's like, like you said, if you if you're are you a belt collect are you are you a belt collector as well? I mean, we, we yeah yeah we have a few. We actually have the Jacks belts. You know, I mean, like literally for like a hundred bucks, you can get something that's like you know yeah. decent quality and. Yep. It's not like five hundred dollars. Um, so we have we have the women's and the uh, the women's raw championship and the okay. uh, the world heavyweight championship in the okay. Jacks collection. We have a uh, the warrior winged eagle belt and oh wow what, yeah oh yeah that that's awesome. I mean and I've been back and forth because we have the warrior the the turquoise winged eagle. I'm like, do we need the black winged eagle too? And I want the smoking skull belt. I mean, there's a lot of yeah. belts that I want, but man, you really, you really start putting a, a dit in your wallet when you oh, get yeah, in, in, into belt collecting, you know, yeah. or you could go to our friend, uh, JB toys and have Which... him make you a uh, commemorative, uh, belts for a little bit cheaper than you can yeah. get them on WWE shop. So yeah, last week I, I spoke about JB. We were going back and forth and I grabbed a, a winged eagle, um, uh, bell from him but it was more it was the uh it was like the last of the the wwf logo ones not the mm-hmm. ww ones um, oh nice so i was super excited about it. that's like yeah that's my awesome favorite thing that i have it's like i i told i actually messaged him i was like i was like i just got it i'm like sure michael's living on my my boyhood dreams holding this title right now <laughs> in my hands he's freaking uh, message back laughing <laughs> it was it was pretty good but yeah no it's bell collecting is a whole nother Oh yeah, that that's 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 next level. That's I think that that's out of my uh, out of my league there. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll have a few belts um, and I'll get them here and there, but yeah, getting into like collecting all of the belts, man, that that really that really puts a hurting on you. I mean, when you love that high life like the MVP, I mean, yeah, you could just object, you could just right? line your cheesecake factory with, <laughs> with belts, you know. <laughs> You and your titles just go out to dinner. <laughs> we didn't talk about this before. What do you th- what do you think about these rumors that uh, Undertaker is facing AJ Styles at WrestleMania? Oh, the Phenom um, versus the Phenomenal right. one. That's the, uh, the the Phenom versus the Phenomenal one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 I, yeah, I have no, uh, I have no, no, I have nothing on it. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I have. <laughs> I think it's just, I mean, Undertaker. I thought he retired like five years ago. Like, when are we gonna when are we gonna let the dead man rest? You know. 
we just we do need a final match for him. You know, I, I think they they really they really messed it up when they didn't just let him leave after losing to Lesnar. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, was... even at, even Roman Reigns, like when yeah, I thought that was freaking, the last um, match. yeah, I mean, literally, like he he pulled his gloves off, his hat, his coat, laid it all in the freaking ring. Yeah, I mean, what's the point of I that? Mean, I mean, literally, like, made the production of the cinch out of it. You know, like, 45 minutes of him taking off his clothes and putting him in the ring. Um, and then uh, he just comes back and fights the fucking, uh, <laughs> was it Crown Jewel or one of the, the Super Saudi shows? I'm like, oh, God, Jesus Super Christ. showdown. Crown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, uh, there's a advertisement on Twitter I just came across. Uh, March 3rd in Waterbury, Connecticut, Marco, kind of near your neck of the woods. A steel cage match between Kurt Angle and Cody Rhodes. What? This is Northeast Wrestling. I've never heard of it before. But uh, Mm. I haven't seen him use the name Cody Rhodes. It just goes by Cody, really, most of the time, right? No, I think he's still Cody Rhodes. Oh, in print, really? I thought he was always just Cody. I mean, maybe not. I don't know. You know, you know, I'm I'm way behind on on AEW talk. Yeah. Well, did we did we talk about that like like I mean probably like a couple months ago where you like did he win some like um, ruling to use the Rhodes name again or something like that? Oh, that's right. Yeah, we did talk about that. Yeah. Um, let's get into our random merch of the week. This is a. Davy Boy, you're really doubling down on the British Bulldog stuff here, man. Yeah, we're really trying, trying to, to we're really trying to stick it to you, Phil. Yeah, yeah we're uh, yeah, definitely. This is uh this is a this is a big price item. Actually it's actually seventy percent off right now. It was originally thirteen hundred and ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents, this uh piece of art. It's actually um a hand painted um uh they call it a I can't I can never pronounce it correctly. It's a shikishi. Do you know what that is? No. I don't. So, so a shikishi <laughs> is a... Shakira. Um, Shakira. <laughs> it's a, a Shakira. It's Shakira and Rikishi combined. That's what shikishi is. Um, no, it's a... Uh, it's like a It's like a board. Uh, it's, it's a Japanese, like, paper or board that um, artists use to hand paint. Um, so the um, top... It tops artists, the tops cards. Um, Tony Keaton, he was like... If you ever collected Topps cards back in the day, they used to have like painted ones. Do you remember these at all? Like they're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. if you collected basketball cards, it was like a hand painted Michael Jordan, like a card, like a rare card. That would be this guy, Tony Keaton. He would hand paint those, kind of like Rob Schamberger, that guy. Oh, like yeah, all the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a canvas painting of uh, British Bulldog, signed by British Bulldog, by the way, um, in the middle. And it actually has a letter of authenticity. Um, from Beckett, the card uh, or collectible uh, magazine company there. Nice. Um, yeah, so you can get it for the low, low price of $600 down from $1,399. So if you're deal? a huge, yeah, yeah if you're Fine. a huge British Bulldog fan, definitely go for it. I mean, he should, this, he should wait until after he gets inducted into the Hall of Fame and yeah, up, then, up, yeah. the, up the price value. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, mean? I was like, why is he doing this right now? <laughs> he's, mm-hmm. Maybe he's not sure yet. Maybe when he hears That's about the true. official induction, he's going to draw, take out seventy percent off, and be like thirteen ninety nine again. Sorry, yeah. Guys. Um, sure. But yeah, definitely the Hill husband would definitely love this piece of work. I think. 
So I'll, I'll have to I'll have to send him a link and let him know that this was the random merch this week. He'll he'll be he'll be pleased. There we go. See. I love it. Which one of our uh, Patreon subscribers picked this week's uh, retro wrestling recommendation of the week? So I was trying to keep it in line with like the outside of the ring type of stuff. Um, so I did. I, I'm going to hold that off till next week because um, they didn't pick this match. And I think this is like a very definitive match that they spoke about on uh, on the Ruthless Aggression on the John Cena episode. Um, so it's WrestleMania 23. Um, I do this cool thing now where I add the link. If you have WWE Network, you just click on the link and it takes you right to the, to the pay-per-view. Um, it's actually WrestleMania 23, John Cena on Shawn Michaels versus John Cena for the WWE Championship. And a... And everyone in that on that episode said that was his best match. And I want to ask if you guys agree if that was the best match you've ever seen John Cena in. Um, Up till that point or just period? Just period. Um, I don't know. I would have to go back and rewatch it. I really don't even remember, to be quite honest with you. I would have to go back and, and watch it. You said it was John Cena's best match ever? That's what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, that's like the match that defined him as like a legit star. Like... He held his own with with Shawn Michaels with Mister WrestleMania. Nice. Yeah, He's calling out that. all the stops. I, yeah, I, I've talked about. It. I'm I'm partial to the Cena AJ Styles match from uh, Royal Rumble 2017. And uh, badass. Uh, those. Yeah, there was a Raw match with him and CM Punk that was considered a five star match as well. I think it went what year it was. Um, it was about a, It was almost, It was over 20 minutes a match. I think it was the main event. And everyone's huh. considered it as like one of his best matches ever. So I'll have to go back and find what episode of Raw that was. Cena's mm-hmm. um, had some bangers, man. People people sleep on him and shit on him because he's you know, uh, you know, spin peer, you know, whatever. You know, he just seems to always win. He's just super. Oh, Cena. John Cena's the man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, uh, we're, he, we're gonna miss he, him he, when he's like not when he's not. Oh, he's totally oh gone he's, yeah. I already he's him. he's one of those people him. that's yeah. <laughs> I, I see, yeah, exactly. I think um, I wish they wouldn't have announced his return on freaking backstage. I think he I think he could have gotten like a huge pop. The, the yeah, like Royal Rumble level pop whenever yeah. he came back. You know what I mean? Like yeah, definitely. Freaking WWE, man. Seriously. Yeah, he, like, how many, like, you know, I was listening to another podcast this week and they were talking about, like, how many more times are we going to get a surprise John Cena? You know what I mean? Like, he's he's not a spring chicken anymore, right? It's yeah, like, yeah. he's he's not going to be around forever. I mean, I know Legends, you know, in WWE, like, last, but he, he's a little bit different. You know what I mean? I don't feel like he's, like... He's going to be like The Rock where he only makes like very, very, very few appearances. Um, and they freaking ruined one of the last ones just by being yeah. like, hey, <laughs> um, backstage, John Cena's going to return. Like, what the F? Yeah, they actually talked about uh, – he, he actually if you, if you watch that episode, he actually talks about when the turn, the turn on him happened. They actually addressed that. Like the oh, whole nice. – like when they started booing him and all that stuff and like um, – Basically, when he stopped rap, like when he stopped doing the rapping gimmick, um, mm-hmm. he said he noticed in the sh- a lot of the shows that they were doing, like live shows and stuff like that. He see he started seeing a lot of kids, more than adults, mm-hmm. show up to the shows. So like, so he made it like on his own merit to like you go. Know, you know what? Uh, if there's gonna be kids here that like that are wearing my shirts and stuff like that, I can't do the rapping about like you know bad things, yeah. Anymore, yeah, type yeah. of thing. So I guess like he stopped doing it. And he said as soon as he stopped doing it, he ended up in a feud with Triple H. I think it was WrestleMania 22 
uh, the year before Shawn Michaels. And he was like, and everyone obviously loves Triple H. No one ever boos Triple H. He was like, and they put me against him. He was like, and that's literally when, like, they show, like, footage of him on Raw, and he's getting booed out of the building. Like, Triple H would say something, everyone was laughing and, and cheering him. John Cena would say something, they would boo the crap out of him. Like, it was just like, he was like, and that was, like, legit the paradigm shift. And he was like, and that, like, he was like, that's when it pretty much started. Was the, <laughs> the, the hate for me pretty much was they put me against this cool heel. I'm supposed to be the baby face, but they yeah. put me against a heel. That's that's fun. <laughs> Not yeah, a heel that people hate. Uh, he's like, so that was like the big turn. I always thought it was the ECW show when he faced Rob Van Dam. Oh, but I was totally yeah. Wrong. That was good. Where he, was th- he was throwing his shirts into the audience and they were yeah, throwing they were throw them back, back at Yeah, that's <laughs> it. But it was way, be- it started before that. So I was I was totally wrong on that. But yeah, it was. It's 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 really awesome. He's really candid on that episode. If you're not gonna watch the first episode, definitely watch that one because yeah, it's really I'm definitely good. Get gonna to... watch it because that was a dark that was a dark time in my wrestling fandom as well. Like you know, like like Phil said, you know, in college yeah. you go. You're trying to go, bang chicks too. I wasn't trying to bang yeah. chicks, but I was trying. I was trying to be. I was trying to be cool. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, and uh, chicks watching chicks watching wrestling wasn't cool. You had to like you know just oh, be in a sorority and you know. Be a hoe, I guess. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I was in a sorority. Oh wow! Can, okay. Yeah, if you can, if you can believe it. Yeah. Uh, lots of lots of things being unveiled on this show. My my cheesecake factory past. Uh, <laughs> being in a, being an ale pie. Um, lots of lots of things being my unveiled. Wife was but a, yes, ad pie. I guess that's AD pie. It's, yeah. it's yeah, no, it it is different. But um, it was actually those were the two sororities that I was choosing between. They both gave me they both gave me bids, and I got to choose between them. And I, I went AO pie. Uh, but uh, look at you. Yeah, wow. yeah. Look at you. I know. Look. I know. Look at me. Look at me. Oh yeah. But say what you want about John Cena. The man has done more Make a Wish appearances than any any other freaking superstar. I mean, maybe even any other athlete. You know, I don't know what the what I think the it's anyone, are. Anyone ever? I don't think anyone it's even, ever. Yeah, no, seriously. Is it anyone ever? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, say what you want about the man, but the dude freaking puts in work where it matters, and yeah. that that that's all it takes to to win me over. You know what I mean? Yeah, was your uh, was your sorority like that movie House Bunny? You ever see that movie? No. With, uh... <laughs> I did. I have seen that. <laughs> I have seen that movie. Yeah, it's not nearly. It's not nearly as scandalous as TV makes uh, sororities <laughs> sororities out to be. Uh, college movies are way more fun than actual fights. like college. Fights. Yeah, no no pillow fights <laughs> and like pajama parties and things like that. I mean, there there was some fun times, but mostly it was just like you know freaking events and fundraisers and shit like that (laughs) yeah all right well yeah we're learning a lot about each other on this episode that's that's (laughs) yeah sure all right (laughs) Uh, so that's yeah that's our retro wrestling recommendation of the week Shawn michaels versus john cena from wrestlemania 23 um we have to announce here live on the show Cue up the music. I hope it doesn't start too loud. The first annual Chick Foley Peg Warmer Hall of Fame. Okay? Other podcasts do their Hall of Fames. We got our own take on it, okay? This is going to be the Peg Warmer Hall of Fame. Those figures that stayed on the shelves warmed the pegs, warmed our hearts. And we're going to announce... Pissed us off. Yeah, pissed us off. You know, we're going to announce... For the next couple weeks, we're going to announce five different entrants into this 
Peg Warmer Hall of Fame. We're going to start here tonight with number one. We'll get your thoughts on this. This is the first inductee into the first annual Peg Warmer Hall of Fame. NXT Elite Rusev. Ooh, yeah. Goes number one into the into the Peg Warmer Hall of Fame, and we we pulled all of our friends uh, in the inner circle and on the Patreon page, and uh, sent out the ballot. And I think we had like twenty different figures on there that we considered, and this one I think was voted by every single person. Um, and I don't even know Alexander where they went. Rusev. I don't even know where they went. Where did they go? Because people didn't buy them. They were at Target forever, but I have never yes. seen them pop up at like Ali's or Five Below. There's probably just like a like a landfill right now with all of yeah, these. Yeah, they probably got sent to a third world country with all of those Atlanta Falcons Super Bowl victory hats and t shirts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that that figure used to just piss me the hell off because it was a decent figure, but I I think the gimmick just wasn't, it just didn't resonate with people because they weren't familiar with it. Like the Rusev that they knew and loved was like the WrestleMania 31, like uh, Bulgarian brute Rusev, and they didn't yeah. they did not resonate with that Alexander Rusev figure. Uh, it just, you know, like yeah. I said, it, it was a good figure, but they they it was way overproduced. I'm trying to go on eBay right now while you guys are talking because yeah, this was all <laughs> over the place. I'm trying to see, you know, when you know if this is still for sale. Cause I don't have this, and I don't like. I don't want to pay for it now, obviously. Um, but uh, did I? I saw this for just you know years. This was just on the pegs forever. And, oh yeah. Uh, they're they're on eBay. I'm trying to see sold listings here. I wonder if anyone's bought any of these anytime soon. <laughs> oh oh, ten dollars. so yeah well that was the thing I don't think they ever got like I never saw them get marked down either like that was the um, Target's the worst of that yes absolutely the worst Uh, I mean they were still full price like two years after they released we meant to uh, while you were uh, I think it was last week or the week before Sheena you were on hiatus with us but we had one of our buddies one of our Patreon subscribers Come on, he's from uh, the WrestleGeddon podcast, and uh, you can follow him at WrestleGeddon Pod on Twitter. But he actually works; he runs the toy department at his local Target, and uh, he gave us some good tips on and ways to make sure uh, the numbers get set back if they have sh- they show some on hand that, that they don't have any. But we should have asked him what uh, you know what they did. You know, they don't ever put anything on sale, so like. What do they do with yeah. all these NXT Rusevs? Yeah, you know, it. I always wondered what Mattel's protocol was that was for these type of things because you know I used to be an operations manager at Sephora and like when when stuff doesn't sell or it's like out of season or whatever, we did what was called an RTV, which is like a return to vendor. Return and vendor, I would, yeah. yeah, I would like pack up all of the the old merch uh, that was like not going to be sold or not going to be on the gondolas and things like that. And like send it back to, you know, NARS or Chanel or Dior or whoever and send it back to them. Um, But I don't think Mattel does that. You know, I I don't know. I don't know if Target does return to vendors because I feel like the merchandise that's at Target, it like belongs to Target. Right. Um, I don't know. When I worked at Best Buy back in the day, we did that too, but we would just send it back to the, to the vendor, um, so I don't, I don't know. They, maybe they. I, it would, I don't know with the, with toys. It might be different. 
I mean, I'm it's got to be different because, I mean, legit, like, I mean, all those freaking Tito Santanas that were oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> on on the pegs for like five freaking years. I mean, oh, they, yeah. they, they don't they don't do RTVs at Target. I mean, there, there's yeah. no way, there's no like, way they do. Yeah, the other thing too is like how much like usually with RTVs, like you would the the store would end up spending money on keeping that old product in the store. Um, oh yeah, that's why you would send it back. So maybe like mm-hmm. figures aren't that much money to keep so they just keep them in the stores it's like it's like they're probably like i don't know maybe they're like 10 cents to keep hanging on the right. pegs and they just pay 10 cents a month or something like that so like or five cents or something but it's different from like like you said like makeup or where i worked a tv like if you right. wouldn't keep a tv just sitting there because you'd just be paying whatever that tv costs to like sit there for months and months and months so yeah it might be it might be different with with uh with toys I want to see how many retail stores we have covered from all of the people that we know because we know Mike Lanham uh, works for GameStop now. And our our new our new Chick Foley fan member is a uh, is like a manager at GameStop too. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Oh, our Chick Chick our, um, our Amanda chick, Weaver. Chick the, yeah. the only other woman in the group yeah. is yeah. yeah. Uh, so Marco worked <laughs> at Best Buy. I used to work at Abercrombie. You worked at yeah. Sephora. So. And have... and Victoria and Victoria's Secret. Oh, okay. So you we know the we know the process. Yeah. like it, it's like I walk into a Target and I'm like automatically I'm in I used to work merchandising. So I walk the aisle, I'm in merchandising mode. I hate how that like the planograms look. I wanna oh, yeah. I wanna change it around. I wanna get yeah. I wanna fill the pegs. <laughs> I wanna yeah. go back to their stock room and walk back out with something and fill it. That's, know, that's the oh. mentality I have. Seth, says, <laughs> Seth always jokes that that's his retirement plan is he's just going to like go to Target and like Walmart and just re re merchandise. He's like, he's like, they would sell so much more product if they would just make it look presentable. He's like, you walk yeah. into these toy sections oh and everything just looks like a shithole. You know, I he's like, I, he's like, yeah. I would just literally come here like as a retired person and like, you know, just, just stay in the toy section and, oh, you man. know, organize things and sell toys for them. Oh, well, that's man. happening. Me and the hail husband, we're going to work out a target together and just freaking stock every single aisle. Think about team. how think about how excited all the collectors will be that they, there's actually people there that know stuff about toys. Oh man, yeah. all right. right, yeah. I think I'm just gonna get drunk by myself all day when I retire. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna fight for the cause, man. You gotta. We gotta continue. We gotta keep it going. No, I'm just gonna yell at kids. That, we're gonna that be we're gonna crying. be doing this Chick Foley Go Figure segment until we're gray, until we're as gray <laughs> as Bobby Fish. Yeah, <laughs> we're, 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 the, we're the youngest podcast out there. All the other podcasts are all forty year old dudes, man. We're like you know, I'm still clinging to my mid thirties here. You know? I'm still I'm still clinging hardcore to the mid thirties. I'm like lower mid thirties until this year, yeah, and then I'm then upper, I get I get I, I hit dead center. I'm, I'm like a, oh I'm god, upper mid thirties, okay. yeah. <laughs> no, no gray no grays over here either which is mm-hmm. I'm, i haven't seen that yet on on anything on my head on my beard nothing like that on your, and, uh, on your shorn on my shorn <laughs> on yeah, my, shorn yeah bottom i wouldn't part. know if they if, yeah i wouldn't know because it's shorn so i wouldn't they, see they've been manscaped there. speaking Definitely. of shorn i wanted to talk to you guys about manscaped.com because uh they have a special uh deal for our listeners only it is uh Free shipping plus twenty percent off uh, with the code chick c h i c k at manscape dot com. Twenty percent off, free shipping, and hey guys, it's, I know Valentine's Day is past, but uh, you know, give your lady a little something special. You know, don't don't show up with uh, you know a ton of hair down there. 
we all know how it goes, but the Lawnmower 3.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so it won't nick or snag your nuts. And don't use the same razor on your face that you use on your man region. That's just disgusting. So uh, check it out, manscaped.com, 20% off, free shipping. Uh, I can attest, you know, I'm uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a new man. I'm a new man, Sheena. <laughs> mm-hmm. I won't give you all the details. I, that- yeah, uh, I mean, you know, listen, listen. I can speak. I can speak for the ladies. No one loves loving on uh, a wild Samoan sack. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Let's just end this here now. We can't top that. It's not going to get anywhere from there. Uh, so yeah, you can you can hit us up at askchickfoleyshow.com on uh, our email and our our what was that wrong? That was right, right? We're still we're still working out the kinks on these emails, but uh, yeah, just it's ask at at chickfoleyshow. at yeah, or ask at com or Phil at send the ash pictures to me. Phil at <laughs> Chick Foley Show. I'll just come out and say it. I'm just going to say it. Send the ass pictures to me. Uh, it's They're fine there in my email. They will not go anywhere else. But, uh, yeah, we next week we will be recapping uh, what happened at the Toy Fair this weekend, New York Toy Fair. I think our buddy Kenny Dinkins is going to be at Toy Fair. I think he said oh, that. Oh, sweet. Yeah, one of his buddies runs a store and got him access or something. So, uh, pretty pretty cool that uh, one of our our uh, Foley family members will be there. So uh, hopefully we'll get some. I told him to send me any pictures you get, man. Send them over to me, and I will post them post haste. But um, and don't we have uh, next week? Don't we have uh, our uh, super showdown? Is, is it next week? Yeah, I think it is next week. Yeah, right? so we'll preview that next yeah. week on next week's show. We'll recap uh, the Toy Fair. Hopefully, we have a bunch of new stuff from Ringside Collectibles to talk about. And uh, as we get closer, we'll have more people inducted into our Peg Warmer Hall of Fame. All kinds of good stuff. But uh, Justin Pickard, make sure you reach out to us about that anvil, or I'm going to give it to somebody else. God damn it! <laughs> um, anything else before we get out of here, guys? We're we're we're, we're about to hit two hours. I think this is good. Woo! I think the two-hour mark is a good podcast because I, when I'm in my car, you know, if it's an hour, I'm like, eh, this is not long enough, you know. So that's what she said. Listen, and and Chick Foley's back, so you know, it, it's it's going to be a longer it's going to be a longer show when you got me here running my uh, running my chops because I, I love yeah. to talk. I love to talk to you, T peeps. I'll be having dreams of Samoan nut sacks now. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. Ah, wow. <laughs> All right. So for Sheena, myself, and Marco, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, the numbers have been great in the last couple of weeks. We appreciate all of the downloads. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening and, and uh, enjoying what we do. We uh, we enjoy it, and we, uh, we hope we bring you guys some entertainment on your drive to or from work. And we will be back here next week. Stay classy, Marks. Thank <laughs> you.